listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I love from butter pecan or blackberry molasses. I don't discriminate. I regulate every shade of the ass. Long as you're so class and pass my test, fat ass and breast, highly intelligent bachelorette. That's the best. I won't settle for less. I want a ghetto brunette with unforgettable sex. I lay your head on my chest to come feel my heartbeat. We can pump the Jeep pump. Ah, we can pump the Jeep pump my beef and just watch the leaf. Hey. hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast with your host rod and karen that's right mm-hmm. and we're in the house on a wednesday mm-hmm. everybody's favorite recap wednesday mm-hmm. today we'll be recapping the walking dead yes uh the season finale of the walking dead the very controversial season finale <laughs> of the walking dead mm-hmm. and we have a guest um now this lady was a guest on the show last year and i want to say she was in like at least two of the top five episodes downloaded and listened to for the entire year yep that's right uh she was on a couple game of thrones recaps Mm -hmm. and uh the people love her it's mel from the good and terrible podcast uh you guys might know her from the code slither network you might know her from uh twitter she's beauty underscore jackson on twitter and also she currently has some fanfic out here what what is this fanfic mail so <laughs> so i i love like that's my secret hobby fan fiction i love making up stories for people and i will do it i'll do it anywhere at baseball games whatever it kind of started out funny i i was doing it for a friend and um i was like you know what i think that sir mix should be a spy and that's how we came up with baby got back and and so that's I started writing it and yeah so fanfic Fridays I am working on another one that should be out this Friday um, I'm still kind of trying to decide if it's going to be every Friday or every other Friday depending on how long it takes me to crank these joints out right. um, but yeah this one it was it's really fun like it's really fun to do because I get to be ridiculous like a lot of the things that I write are either serious or heartfelt or or you know or i'm ranting and this i just really really get to indulge my silly side so it's probably my favorite thing to do oh that's what's up man and how um like how how long have you been doing that um this is the first story that i published okay Um, i've been writing fan fiction like privately probably for about three years wow yeah i've been doing it like just privately for about three years so this is my first time putting something out there for people to read um if you pay attention to me like i'll start talking about things that kind of border into fan fiction or whatever but um i never actually put out the full stories that i write but yeah so it's exciting i'm really excited because it's not necessarily and my my focus right now is um i'm mostly doing hip-hop fan fiction so it's um the series the current series that i'm doing is old school wonders so i'm gonna do a lot of hip-hop um one hit wonders from the 90s from like our era well i think i'm older than y'all so i don't know we're about the same age i believe um i'm 39 yeah we're 37 okay yeah um, no i did not do walking dead fanfic not uh, yeah. I picture all fan fiction as uh, like Tina on Bob's Burgers, uh, like a lot of stuff about butts in there. Uh, I heard yeah. me the best. Yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that everyone. I mean, this one, of course, like this one is Baby Got Back. It's basically how Baby Got Back came to be. So, of course, it talks about butts. There and we go. 
I'm, the next one, I'm pretty sure, will be very. Um, there will probably be a feature, but I'm just not sure how. Because I like butts. Well, I, I do really, too. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I like butts. Like it's it's just fun to say butts. <laughs> <laughs> and how's the uh, podcast going? A good and terrible show. It's going uh, good and terrible. We're not quite on a hiatus, but we're kind of restructuring um what we're doing and so siege and i are actually we have a planning session this week because we want to keep everybody with the freshness we're trying to get like y'all you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no so doubt no we doubt we want to make sure that we are not only um being true to our vision for the podcast but also giving our audience more of what they want so y'all will be hearing more from us we did a show two weeks ago we are doing a show this week so y'all be hearing from us soon dope man i can't wait Ooh. Yeah, it's always, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun because neither one of us are straight men. So it's, it's, it's always a bunch of shenanigans. I mean, y'all know how we do. So. Well, I, I mean, I personally call it terrible and terrible because y'all are it's, both, y'all, ah! y'all are terrible. We're awful. And you know, the sad <laughs> thing is like we're in, if we're in chat, 3,000 times worse than anything you could possibly <laughs> oh, I believe anything it. Possibly. I believe it. I, sometimes I we have a show called the uh, pregame. That's me and Justin talking before we do our sports show, and oh, um, shit. I'm always like, this, "This is the worst thing we put out every week." <laughs> but <laughs> just keep it rolling. People love it, so it is what it is, man. Um, so yeah, make sure y'all check her out uh, because, like I said, it's a great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get your recaps on how to get away with murder and uh, yeah. all kinds of. Uh, all kinds of other greatness over there including uh you know so many other people from the network and different mm-hmm. different people you guys know from twitter and stuff or guests on there all the time karen and i've mm-hmm. been on there before yep. uh it's just a dope show overall and a dope ass network uh shout out to classic and everybody over there as mm-hmm. well we are we are working over there we have um know the score which is which is um picking up steam we've got um Rasslecast, which is uh, they're actually recording tonight. They're recording their WrestleMania episode tonight, and um, Baker Bond in Rome, which they should probably be incarcerated. I don't know what's going on with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you're putting in work over there. <laughs> Plenty of bad advice to go around over there. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, make sure y'all do all that stuff because, like I said, friends of the podcast and uh, mm-hmm. Black Podcast got to stick together, guys. Um, yes the official weapon of this show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and today marks day let me make sure i got this right because i want to say it's 476 but that might have been yesterday that's so sad uh but it's day 470 something for bobby schmurter a lot of them almost 500 days locked up i read an article today that said bobby schmurter came out yeah 477 is today uh he came out and um endorsed hillary clinton which I gotta say, man, now I gotta vote for. Her. Uh, that's what I was waiting on. <laughs> I couldn't make up my mind before this, but I needed Bobby to come out and clear the air, mm-hmm. uh, on who I was supposed to vote for. Um, I, I don't know why those, I don't know anybody that those things affect, but if, if you're one of those people, Bobby's on board with Hillary. Uh, Killer Mike, of course, is still, uh, Team Bernie. Uh, and I don't know what he did today, but all I know is something. My timeline was lit. I was like, I, I see yeah. his name. He did something. Oh, I know what he did. Um, so okay, remember when I was on um, uh, Twib that episode, Karen? It's been a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, <laughs> um, 
marissa janae who uh was on our show reviewing recapping the last walking dead with us Mm -hmm. she was um a guest too on that show yeah Mm -hmm. and and really she was one of the lady one of the ladies that got up on stage in seattle and they did a protest action against uh bernie sanders and really more against the seattle area and being like hey these white people liberal but they ain't exactly racially aware and here are some some shortcomings and some things we like to see from this campaign right and so killer mike started you know he's been stumping for bernie for a few months now and within the last month or so he started this new spin on what happened in seattle where he goes up on stage now and he's like bernie listens to black lives matter and hillary doesn't and he when those two little girls got on stage he gave them the mic and he let them talk and he listened he stood to the side and it's like anybody that was aware of what was going on at that time about a year ago no that's that's not not what happened um and since then you know marissa and and the other lady they've been harassed on twitter facebook all this stuff for for a long time now like it's it still goes on every day right so she's tried to respond to the killer mike on twitter before she's tried to at him everything he's just ignored her you know he has a much bigger platform or followers right so it's kind of that thing where either he was actively ignoring her so that he could kind of control the narrative of bernie sanders is such a good person and hillary clinton is, is is evil and rude towards black people um so he was trying to keep that going and um today for some reason i don't know why today but he picked today to respond to something from like a while ago where people were like hey this story that you're telling is not how it happened mm-hmm. and he they tagged marissa in it and was like she was there it happened to her so that's not the story and then he replied back with some like well that's not the way i saw it hashtag different eyes or something I, uh, I all black lives matter to me or something like you know just some like he replied back but he replied back to two men which is also a, a low-key shade that a lot of dudes do yep uh like they could be arguing with a woman about something or disagreeing with a woman about something but it's not till a man steps in and says like hey that's bullshit that they respond um yep. I, i've also seen the other way too where they like got all kinds of ways to call women out of their name and then a dude steps in and is like hey man i disagree with what you said as well and then they don't respond like Mm-mm. like they, they completely ignore you like i've seen that shit happen and you know it's low-key misogyny um or high key depending on how pay, how much you pay attention I ah. so um he responded and she was tagged in the tweet so she finally went in you know and i'm y'all need to read it for yourself i think it's rissa of the way r-i-s-s-a of the way all one word um yo she had time today Ah, she had time she made the time she cleared she said clear my schedule jeeves no afternoon meetings for me all the appointments and i mean like i was re i retweeted everything i could see because i saw all these people uh shout out to all the people that um (laughs) everybody that saw it and favored it but didn't retweet because they don't want to fight them bernie stands i feel you i know what y'all doing. right you know what i'm saying i retweeted them all though because i don't block most of them anyway i'm like fuck it um but she got him together and he hasn't responded yet and maybe he never will right um because he's coming to seattle tomorrow or something or tonight and she was basically like why didn't you reach out to me to get my side of it why Come on, you're dog. about to be in my city are you about to get on stage and get that same speech again lying to those people 
like trying to erase my work and everything that i've accomplished and done so it was uh that's what that's what happened to killer mike today okay um anyway a hundred um (laughs) in the chat they have called him manslaughter michael and i'm dying oh (laughs) oh man involuntary manslaughter mike oh yeah he got he got (laughs) she said she said she ended it with something like don't make me snatch the mic from you like i did your boy i said god damn marissa oh you don't want it with no black woman dog i swear to god yo black women have time this year and 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 we are making time like even when we don't have time there have been there have been times where i will be at work and i'm like you know what i think it's 10 minute break time hold Mm -hmm. on one minute and i'll go and boop 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 boop, and then go back to my desk it's like black girls rock came on and made an extra hour of daylight savings giving it back <laughs> to all the black women because i swear as soon as he tweeted that because she's been holding it in for months to be honest mm-hmm. everybody's been really civil about it even though obviously she's noticed it i mean how could you not and you know what people with platforms never consider when they tell these type of lies or retelling of the truth or whatever you want to call it is that because you had this big platform all these people go seek out this person to be like you lying bitches see killer mike told me and it's like you're really enabling people to uh attack her Mm -hmm. and with no consideration and it's all for this white man you know not to get not to just go there but it's all for this white man these are two white people y'all like you gotta go there why are we doing this gotta go there yeah why why are we doing this and i don't understand why people are so hyped for him and 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 let me say that i don't i'm not excited about anybody right Mm -hmm. mad the vote exactly right but i don't get why people are so violently reactive when you support one person or another like so many people are angry with hillary and that's cool and they talk about oh she did this oh she did that when she was secretary of state it's like okay but obama was the president and we're not going in on him right like they'll call out shit that happened shit that was done when bill clinton was the president and i I feel like i said this before and it's yeah it was fucked up but when we start talking about that, we still put it on Hillary. When you listen right. to the conversation, the conversation really goes on Hillary. And a lot of the the blame does not sit with the man who was president. And so you've got to acknowledge that for what it is. At the same time, I don't see I don't see the need to really like really like 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 really hate Bernie's fan base though. Right. Like I really hate and I'm not even right. I'm not saying I'm not even saying political support base. I mean fan base because mm. that's all they are. They're like they're they're worse than the highs yeah what was funny is like i don't feel either one of them's worth defending to be mm-hmm. honest yeah. like they no. both kind of have their flaws i just think uh from black people the backlash is stronger against bernie because people keep trying to pitch him as mlk jr uh yeah mlk jr jr and it's really not it's it's disrespectful first of all but then also it's not true so whenever you pitch somebody a lot they push back against a lot if since they're not pitching hillary clinton as the black savior to push back on her is different like black people are allowed to dislike hillary clinton and it's okay she went on black girls rock last night and that picture circulating of her addressing the audience is my favorite thing today because <laughs> it, they was not happy. it looks like when that one person gets up to testify but everybody knows all their business in church 
so everybody mm-hmm. everybody got that look on their face like nigga you was in the club last night though okay i feel like 50 years from now our grandchildren are gonna study that picture in history <laughs> and it does my heart so good yeah it does my heart so good the year not man american gave a fuck about the president <laughs> like that picture will never like i like the picture of the little black girl next to um hillary was never gonna die and it won't but you know the one i'm talking yeah. about she's leaning her head in like yeah keep telling me these lies like the one that one is like that picture times a thousand because every room full of people it like honest to god it's like they coordinated it as a prank like okay when she starts speaking on three nobody smile like it was crazy it's like all that little girl's auntie showed up to let you know to let hillary know that they don't think she's shitty it was great (laughs) it was was so good i actually I do not have a problem with Hillary being at Black right. Girls Rock. I, I Me think neither. It was dope. I think it was politically smart. Right. I think we do need to, you know, I think that type of, of, of visibility and, and, and reaching out is important because that, I mean, you want to be president and you, you need the black female vote. Exactly. Like, you need that shit. So I get it. But, um, it was still, it was still great. Like, the, the, <laughs> she's not getting it handed to her. You have to, you have to earn this shit. Listen, it's what so I, awesome. what I love about Hillary Clinton, yeah, I'm saying it, love. What I love about her is she goes everywhere and people be like, this nigga. It is bitch. <laughs> and she keep going. Like yep. I don't like I would have like, I don't care. I'm listen. gonna keep showing up to the fish fries and I'm gonna keep showing up to the barbecue. I'm gonna keep coming <laughs> up in your churches with my hat on. I don't give a damn. I'm gonna be here. Like so many other politicians be like, fuck this vote. I don't care. I'll lose. I'll just lose. Yeah. Mm. I don't like nope. showing up places because black people will tell you about yourself. That's what they will do. They will show up anywhere to be like nah i don't really like that shit you did though i mean you know and it's cool you can still have some of the cornbread some of the potato salad it's cool but i gotta let you know what's really on my heart and that's just how it is and she'll show up to do that shit and i don't know how she has the wherewithal to do it because half the shit as 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 mel said half the shit isn't even shit she did and she still got to show up and they be like so remember when it was 94 and you said yeah i, I remember yeah, right i shouldn't have said it that way you, right you know what <laughs> I, I think with hillary this is my personal opinion she lost to president obama mm-hmm. and she probably promised herself if i ever run again i will not lose like i think every time she roll up somewhere she look at yeah. black people and she probably play i will not lose to pump herself up before she walk in that goddamn room because she doesn't that was the issue that was the issue with when when in in 2008 um mm-hmm. yeah 2008 where it was she like ran away kind of thought that she had the black vote in the bag right she really did because clinton was the first black president and when black america was like oh bitch you thought mm-hmm. she real it was humbling it was humbling but at she has she has the toughness that it takes to be president and her support base has that toughness right. because if you say anything against varney you know what your mentions are gonna look like right. you know what your mentions is gonna are gonna look like right. not the same for her additionally one of the things that we do have to remember is when we start throwing all the shit that she didn't she she didn't do or all the wrong things that she did we have to remember hillary put the affordable care bug out there right and that's a big fucking deal like that's a big fucking deal when you talk when you think about if you if you're old enough you remember that 
Hillary Clinton was the person who spoke for that. So those are the things that I remember. And yeah. I, you know, I remember the other shit too. Please believe it because black folks were going to jail astronomically under Clinton. But there's also the other things that I remember too in, in, in affordable health care or, um, national health care that was her baby. So. Right. It's, yeah. It's like, it's always, it's always interesting just to see because it's like all the bad shit supposed to count for her or none of the good shit and then vice versa for, for bernie and it's just like that's the only reason that you you keep having the same fights online is because everyone's trying to control the narrative on bernie's side when they really should just let it go like if you really believe he's a better candidate you don't have to argue at people to convince them they'll see it on their own because because people are savvy especially black people like nobody more savvy than black people when it comes to this voting shit yeah I, i still ain't heard black people talking about some i'm gonna sit this out if bernie or slash hillary wins because that because we know we can't like we don't we the only group that's like nigga i ain't trying to die under trump not, right. I'm a, i gotta vote so you know it's just interesting to see the way the shit gets twisted but whatever what a bag he is i'm sorry yeah he's so fucking sick of donald trump yeah trump's the worst dog he's uh every and you know what's funny he's the worst but he's not the worst because he he don't believe his bullshit there's other people in that party that really believe their bullshit like i don't want any of them to be president but it's scary as fuck to be like well i don't trust donald uh trump because he'll say anything and literally flip-flops positions in the same hour or so then the other dude's like yeah i never flip-flop kill all the muslims <laughs> hang all the gays <laughs> you're like hold up you know what i don't maybe we need to flip-flop and do i don't know what's going on with y'all's party um you know what i find yeah. here when um when when i see donald trump start talking remember that song um from star wars the most icely cantina it's like a circus and i hear it every time it, it's like it doesn't matter what he's saying you know it's ridiculous and you're just like okay <laughs> yes he's so ridiculous man um all right and then uh we are sponsored triple sponsored today guys all right uh this podcast is brought to you by shadow doll productions come visit their youtube channel at youtube.com slash user slash shadow dog production no s uh they're putting up a new video every day this week so swing by and watch a couple you can pick them up with likes and comments thanks again for all the support we'll also have this in the facebook group and on our the blackoutest.com page so make sure you guys check that out um <clears throat> also if you're a member of the facebook group um i have pinned to the top this week a thread on how to make sure that you get the rss feeds in your podcast apps mm-hmm. so you can check that out this week as well in the blackout test facebook group uh and if you think that neve did not say anything uh that was offensive during black girls rock by saying that black girls are also the majority of catfish um and you want to express that opinion in the blackout test facebook group feel free to express that opinion but then leave everybody alone about it because then i gotta kick you out the group okay i don't wake up in the morning want to kick y'all out the group (laughs) but that's what happens sometimes and don't be trying to message me after like i'm a big fan it's too late you fucked up could have let it go all for some white man cut out right you didn't even watch the show the person that was defending him said i don't even watch the show why do you care why do you care that we care Mm-mm. they live to argue right i swear they man live. 
to argue. Does the shit have calories? Does arguing have <laughs> riboflavin? It must. Is nice and shit? Because sometimes the argument, people be arguing when they don't even disagree with you. And that's right. the one I hate more than anything. Right. The devil don't need no more advocates, y'all. Like, why are you here? The devil has paid his retainer. He needs no more advocates, okay? <laughs> he is all paid up. Trump. Yes, the devil is sitting up here like, uh, why are you defending me? I have, I've bought my lawyers. Um, and we also are sponsored by Bevel. Of course, this podcast is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Check out getbevel.com today and use code TBGWT to get 20, oh wait, actually use code free TBGWT so you can get your first month free that's right no not 20 percent off not free shipping free get that stuff up off your face go to getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com code free t-b-g-w-t get that stuff up out of here the same way that marissa got rid of killer mike all right oh that's right very with a lot of passion and reckless abandon um also <laughs> Uh, also we have a sexy sponsor let me find some uh sexy music what did i do with the tracks i was listening to i don't even remember anymore uh let's see how about i bet this is sexy let's see let's give it a give it a whirl on the uh, title i can tell it's sexy by the auto tune mm-hmm Let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? I bet you love to get more, right? Well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. First, they give you a sexy little surprise for her. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm getting an echo somewhere. Where's that echo coming from? Uh, all right. It's gone, I think. All right. Um, so, yeah, you get a sexy little surprise for her. Then you get uh, some for him and then they give you something you'll both enjoy with six full length adult movies as well plus number 10 they give you free shipping of your entire order so just go to adamandeve.com put in code tbgwt and get your 10 free gifts all you gotta do is select one item any one item it could be a new sex toy sex piece of lingerie anything you desire in the code tbgwt at checkout get your 10 free gifts adamandeve.com today code tbgwt there we go that was a little too jammy for some, the sexy time, but it's cool. Huh? Somebody might like it. Fast. But when you like, you know, that's for the young folks. When you're 20 or so, you just be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they don't like the slow stuff as yeah. much. Yeah. They just be like, I'm about to kill this pussy. You're like, all right. Sometimes yeah, it's like, that's it. Yeah. 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 You get old. You be like, uh, nigga, we got to eat after this. You know what? I know I'm yeah, getting, <laughs> I know I'm getting older because sometimes I watch porn and I'll be like, slow down. Ugh, I don't want right. to watch this one. Right. <laughs> And, 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 and you're gonna break somebody here man right. what's wrong with you in particular being a woman it was funny one time i was watching the porn and um they were getting it and he and she turned around and told him look don't you hurt me <laughs> i was like yes he was like yeah. don't you hurt me because the one thing the young folks don't realize is that you know what you can always come back for more you you don't, you don't have to eat the whole cake at one oh. at one sitting you can take a slice at a time yeah let me tell you something being a being a single lady on the scene and occasionally dubbing and the younger individuals 
I know. Now that we have MILF porn, I feel like, you know, as a category, whenever I'm watching a young person have sex with an older lady, I'm like, hey, man, just calm down. It's going to be okay. <laughs> like, right. she, she, ain't, she ain't going nowhere. I'm not, I'm not sure she's enjoying this at all, sir. It's okay. Like, I've, I've seen it all. You really don't have to impress me. Like, a B-plus <laughs> performance is totally okay. Right. right. You're like, I wasn't even fantasizing about an A-plus in my head. So just. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even <laughs> expect this, baby. Right. Like, I'm. I'm turning 40. My shit is futuristic. So you're not going to be able to keep up, number one. So all these bags you're about to do, this is really just for you. And I don't want all that. So let's try something else. Right. It's like, I have toys in here that do more than that. So calm Ain't down. That the truth. Like, it's not, it's, it's not even it's, about that. Yeah. It's, it's, trust, me, trust me. You're here because I like you as a person. <laughs> right. Right. Because truthfully, at the end of the day, baby, I could plug something in the wall and go ahead and finish and watch Netflix and not have to <laughs> feed your ass. Right. Don't have my, don't have and to worry I, about limping all day at work. And 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 time economy is important. So like I could do what I need to do in three minutes. Right, <laughs> like it's like I got a binge. I, 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 I know me. I'm supposed to be binging yeah. season two of Daredevil, and you fucking yeah. around. Trying. I know where all of it is at. Like I really no, dude. I really want to watch Netflix. Boo. Yeah, so. you trying? What you trying to prove? Yeah, and it's yeah. And particularly being a female is one of the things where I look and I go that shit like because i know how that shit feels like that shit look like that hurts no thank you that's why you gotta switch to japanese porn 40 minutes of, of foreplay and three seconds of sex it's crazy yeah that, that, <laughs> that. And like i realize that some of the things i like are um are, are terrible yeah. yeah yeah that's true yeah too. okay so you know let's, let's okay so let's talk about because i was realizing this the other day like my induction into porn it was kind of like okay, I'm looking at this, and then it gets a little more intense, and then things get a little more intense. It's like, the kids today, they're not even getting, like, the big league chew of porn. These mm. kids are getting straight skull right out the gate. It's like, True. as soon as you turn, as soon as you go to the site, it's like a gaping ass. Yeah, there's right? no there's no gradual leap, like, uh, for, for, when we were coming up, like, first of all, you went to, for magazines, typically, and for for us it wasn't even magazines it was try to find a porn brochure for ordering porn um that somebody's daddy left laying around one day and then that someone would bring that shit to like the bus stop and be like look at this and it's just pictures and then you try to graduate to stealing the hustler or playboy or something then if you're black you realize that you're gonna have to get black tail because them shits ain't gonna do nothing you know it's a lot of work a lot of work and then, and then you your phone to, like, baby oh is that what you wanna you have to see like the wavy porn like you have to when we had the analog mm-hmm. box it was yeah. like the wavy porn and you like i think i just saw a titty softcore porn remember softcore on skinamax skinamax you had mm-hmm. to go through all that you gotta go through all the phases to work yourself up you know i would be so pissed when it was 11 o'clock and my parents were still up i'm like what the fuck are y'all doing don't y'all have to go and pray or something I'm, and i bet they were, i bet they were thinking the same thing about us they were probably like damn when oh, this nigga going to bed i can't watch skinner max i'm up up right so um, yeah but no the kids uh, are the kids are getting straight skull now no big league chew porn for them <laughs> <laughs> yeah we uh yeah i i remember uh the first porn i watched was uh in my dad's room and it had to, to basically steal the the vhs yes hold on i'm getting an echo hold on I'm gonna, i'll call you right back hold on I'm call you right back hold on right, i don't know where that echo is coming from it just came out of nowhere give her a call back see if we can fix it 
Hello? Hello? Yep. Hi, yeah. how's it going? Yep. All right, yeah. Um, I think, let me see, one, two, one, two. Okay, it's gone. Yeah, I don't hear echoes anymore. You were sounding choppy for a minute. Okay. okay. Yeah, no idea what that was. Um, but, uh, yeah, I remember the first porn I watched was like, uh, Vanessa Del Rio. It was in my, my dad had the VHS and I was like, she old school, ain't she? Yeah, and she's extremely nasty. Like, I actually had to like oh. put that one back. I was like, this is too much for me. Like, I'm no, not, a, I'm definitely not an adult yet if that's the things I have to learn to do. Uh, like, even, even now, like, even now in her stuff as a 39 year old woman, I'm like, Oh yeah, she's yeah. Carmen Hayes. Oh, Carmen Hayes. Yeah, Carmen oh, Hayes. she's that's, one of my favorites. I that's one of my personal favorites. Oh my gosh, she is a filthy comebag, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. I love I it. Love her. I never. She had the prettiest smile. I was so in love with her. Mm-hmm. I was still like fan out if I met her today. I know, man. I'm, I'm a fan, dog. I'm a fan. So, uh, that's weird too. Cause like, I don't know what I'd do if I met a porn star in public that like wasn't at a function. Like, what do you, you know, like, how do I, oh my God, it's you. And everybody in IHOP is like, what the fuck is this dude <laughs> tripping about? Um, all right. Yeah. Right. Let's get into, uh, Walking Dead, guys. Let's see if I can find these. Yes, they still do pay per view porn, Nikki. Yeah. Mm hmm. And the titles are hilarious. Uh, they are. Check it out. You can always see it on your uh, on your guide, TV guide. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Let's recap The Walking Dead. that's right we are back white people you have suffered long enough <laughs> listen to us talk about other shit uh <clears throat> the walking dead episode 16 of season six uh last day on earth directed by greg nicotaro um scott gimple wrote it which means uh you know it's gonna be a fucked up episode and uh it got a 14.19 rating so uh, a lot of people tuned in um yo i'm still getting that echo mail are we muting this precast still sometimes it unmutes us yeah hmm i don't know what is going on let me check my side it's like a faint i echo. unmuted you and remuted you all right let me see I one two yeah the I don't... only thing that's muted is my skype okay and you're on a mac or a pc mac okay yeah, i don't know how to do it with mac um all right hopefully it's uh somebody said my voice is low sorry nah Can you hear me now your voice should be fine on our side like you sound fine it's something okay it's some, it's for some reason i'm just hearing the echo through my thing but it, it just went away but we'll see if it comes back <clears throat> at any rate uh it's so tell me if you need me to reboot or whatever oh no nah, we're, we're good right now i'll let you know um so let me start off the way we always start off uh the last day on earth this episode we uh, find out the crew has to take a sick pregnant maggie back to hilltop mm-hmm. to be uh you know um hopefully go see that that doctor they had there get the obamacare going and uh the whole crew well most of the crew decides to to mount up and 
go on this run this emergency run karen what'd you think about the last day on earth i liked it to the end okay that sounds like a qualifier um normally you just say you loved it i did not love this one (laughs) (laughs) oh man hold on man i'm still getting this echo i'm gonna call you right back hold on okay all right let me see maybe we will have her reboot because i know people don't want to hear that for the whole show just in case yeah and i don't know what's causing it yeah nobody changed anything it just started Mm -hmm. doing it hello all right cool all right i don't hear it no more uh good nope Mm -hmm. it's gone uh (laughs) that was cool so bell what'd you think about the episode i really i liked it um it was kind of um tortuous Mm. i really liked it and uh very um uh what do they call it whatever mind gamey that's not the right word but you know what i mean like psychological thrillery yes yes uh and uh for myself i gotta say man favorite episode of the season (laughs) this is my favorite episode of the season i'm hands down i would like to joke i would like to say that i'm trolling or joking i'm absolutely 100 percent serious that's how you end a motherfucking season dog i can't mm-hmm. i'm gonna be talking about this shit all summer mm-hmm. and uh can't say that for any other show i watched this year um so let's get right into the breakdown as karen uh i'm assuming we'll continue to to naysay in the background uh, yes i will she you- is dis- i am unpleased you get both the middle fingers <laughs> both the, but you say you liked it until the end this sounds like you didn't like it at all i did at the end it was just made me so mad it made me revirate the whole episode okay wow cliffhanger everybody I was not happy <laughs> cliffhanger for the, the people that don't watch the walking dead but listen to the show oh, i'm sorry <laughs> i love it i don't give a fuck um <laughs> so let's start off with the uh recap man um so this one starts with this, this kind of montage of three different stories going on at the same time mm-hmm. and i'll try to break it down story by story um the first one is morgan finding uh a horse which immediately goes back to last episode where they saw a guy in armor with a spear who was uh he was running away from them right rick tried to shoot him in the back <laughs> yeah rick, rick, rick was like you want this bullet rick is a cop after all guys <laughs> rick, rick is a former cop <laughs> so he, he tried to shoot that dude in the back while he was running away and uh the dude had asked him did they see his horse when they had not but but apparently morgan found that horse which immediately made me think this guy must have been trustworthy he had a horse right he really had a horse he wasn't trying to get over on them he didn't even try to fight rick and those guys he ran away Mm -hmm. um and you know i had i couldn't help but think as a comic book reader i put two or two together maybe a little later than other people maybe that means we're getting the kingdom because he looked kind of like a knight with that armor on a horse and a spear that's what i kept thinking so um and morgan finds carol and that's kind of the whole montage part of his thing is tracking down carol who's been shot and And she almost looked like a zombie like if you were walking and not really paying close attention you were almost and i think she purposely did that Mm -hmm. just so if anybody was moving they would just walk past her 
she also seemed to immediately feel like uh not morgan like she just yeah, she's like just god like, damn it if anybody else would have found me i'd have been this motherfucker right <laughs> <laughs> i'd have been fine with anybody else finding me and you know the thing about carol she has the black man tracker because all the black men find her uh yeah tyrese tyrese founder um yeah i can see that i can see that um and daryl found her before too but you know it's like he almost black uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can hunt real good but the rest of them know He's like he's like the Bill Clinton of The Walking Dead. He probably want to do something really fucking racist, but he's still kind of black. Right? Yeah. He. I mean, he'll say something bad if his wife loses uh, uh, South Carolina. But other than that, um, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, then the other montage was everybody in Alexandria, pretty much getting ready to go in an RV with pre- sick, pregnant Maggie and take her to hilltop where they have the only doctor now that denise is dead by the way really think people need to give a lot of credit to how they wrote this they killed denise so there's no doctor in alexandria right okay also the one crew got kidnapped because they were going out trying to avenge denise so the other crew doesn't have time to look for them Mm-mm. or to go uh to, to to do anything conservative because they have to immediately get on the road and go to hilltop right denise got killed by the saviors and stuff so it makes sense that everybody would feel like we need to gang up because of safety at this point mm-hmm. we need to send all the heavy hitters on the road with with her oh. um protecting home they have gabe and spencer and whatnot uh but this all makes sense in the writing style that you would have all these people on the road together at the same time uh so that we arrive at the uh big you know climactic finish at Mm. the end of this Mm -hmm. uh anyway brilliant because it took them weeks to set it up but it was brilliant um all right uh carl doesn't want enid to go do y'all think their relationship is uh romantic on any level or they just friends karen i think it is i think uh think it is which uh romantic like it's one of those things where it's kind of weird because they teenagers i think initially she didn't like carl because she was like hey everybody gonna die but i think once she came back she kind of softened up and i think she cares about carl uh what about you mel i think it is um romantic i think though that carl is so hard and so like old manish right this is a part where he's still like you kind of realize that he's a kid and he has a crush on a girl Mm. so i don't think like anything necessarily happened but he's just this young kid who's you know there's this cute girl who's there and so yeah and i think she likes him as well and he ends up uh locking her in the closet like queen latifah um (laughs) mind your business america mind your business none of your business uh (laughs) but she gets locked in that closet and uh carl ends up leaving to go to alexandria i mean to go to hilltop while she's stuck there yeah and the thing is carl cares and because he like his dad is bad with emotions and is you know kind of expressing yourself and how you feel about shit um he cares and you know he showed it in um it's not funny in a shitty way but mm-hmm. he was like basically i don't want you to go with us and something happens to you because i don't think he would be able to deal with that yeah also yeah. this is what happens right when 
like people always say i wouldn't let so-and-so lead the town i wouldn't let this person do this this is pretty much the only way to ensure that because when someone says they're doing something unless you're willing to lock their ass up or knock them out or something it's gonna happen nobody can control anybody in the z-pock um so he locks her in and the crew of people that's going is like aaron maggie carl uh sasha and um uh abe are going uh eugene goes uh and then of course the the other crew of heavy hitters can't go because they've been kidnapped michonne glenn rosita and daryl mm-hmm. so um <clears throat> so they all get in the rv and they decide to go on a road trip now while this is all happening there's another montage going oh oh wait and then uh spencer and gabe get the job of protecting home base and gabe says he'll guard judah's life with his own um and i believe yes rick did he feel comfortable leaving him in charge and i'm not saying rick didn't feel comfortable but it took him a second to answer well once upon a time i don't think he would have been able to um really trust gabe (laughs) yeah and and once upon a time once upon a time rick would have taken judith and just strapped her to his chest (laughs) right where he would have left her with gabe yeah he hit him with that uh yeah I, I, I trust you yeah like like <laughs> like you done came a long way it still wasn't no it wasn't no quick yes it shit was like oh but to me it was more like he was re- like it, he came to the realization that i can trust you right, right. Am I, I going? uh no you're not echoing on our side okay um so uh yeah so they had uh uh they had that left so they left um we find out the person that is being chased through the woods is actually a person from another group who is the last remaining member it seems and they bucked up against negan and negan's men one of them who looks like uh travis from grand theft auto uh, ah. <laughs> uh and he's doing the most talking um negan's men are chasing this dude and beating him up because he tried to i don't know renege on a big deal one of the guys in his group apparently shot at negan's men and they said they had to quote unquote make an example out of him and then the guy was like well all my people at the library are dead what like what are you doing why are you trying to make an example out of me and that was basically like oh this for this for somebody else and then they drag him out to the middle of the street uh, after beating him and lay him in the road and you see that there's cars blocking the entire street and then the walking dead theme starts and you know you like for me personally especially the second time i watched it it's just so ominous because because they're like these motherfuckers are so carefully crafting this plan and they're putting it into effect and they're just waiting and and i don't know if it happened in this one but periodically they showed seeds of like somebody in a crate with like light shining through yeah and i was trying to figure out what was that happening was them in the car right yeah that that yeah. they revealed and, it at the end right and i finally put that together like i'm saying why is we got this crate <laughs> yeah yeah there was like little bits of light shining through the back of this uh it looked like the like it like they were locked into inside of a the trailer of a of a truck or something like that mm-hmm um all but right guys that really is um that that really is trevor from grand theft auto <gasps> what it, it, that's actually him yeah are you serious 
Yeah, that's Boom. what they saying. He is Trevor. Holy shit. That just yeah. blew my fucking mind. He talked just like him and he looked just like him. Mm-hmm. I think I said Travis earlier. He was creepy. Yeah, I take that guy, so <laughs> nobody like he... report me. Go ahead, go ahead, Mel. He was really like I really liked him in this role because he was like he was very polite, he was mm-hmm. very even, and he was a murderer. He really like gave me the creeps. I liked it. Nina's mm-hmm. second in command men this season have been really good. Like people True. were, I saw a few people complaining that we didn't get the actual actor who plays Negan until the very end of the season, but, um, they really did a good job picking some, uh, some generals for his army because they've all been really good, and uh, <laughs> stand ins for him. And, uh, I yeah. appreciate it. And this dude was no exception. And I did not know that was motherfucking Trevor. My mind is blown. Um, mm-hmm. all right. So uh they uh rick and crew hop in the rv start taking the little road trip uh rick is talking to maggie's talking about his faith and how they got people now and they'll always survive and things will be great and it's gonna work out because they got each other and um I, I just feel like every picture i see of iggy kissing nick young like it's, ah, it's, you it's, just don't know. yeah there's no way that's gonna work out you know what i mean like i just felt so bad for her with him trying to convince her that this shit was gonna work because rick has been really positive for like the last few episodes four or five ep- ever since he got some of that brown sugar he's been mm-hmm. real positive about life and uh he got that false sense of uh, uh of security. security and it's coming out man uh so then they get to this roadblock and it's this group the group that had the guy that uh you know they beat up and shit and and i counted there's like seven or eight of them standing in the middle of the road kind of spaced out with cars in the background i took a picture of it and said they look like the worst boy band ever in the (laughs) z-pock yeah they do (laughs) um so uh trevor uh whatever his name is on the show goes um you know basically rick and them get out the car and they have a, a little exchange and trevor's like uh you know what's up because uh rick tells him we can work all this out we can make a deal and he said nah buddy the time for deals are over no no because at first he said his deal was the only deal remember he yeah well his stuff well no he said uh the deal was they were gonna listen he said it was time it wasn't okay. no more deals okay that they said y'all it's time for y'all to listen uh he said uh give us all your stuff we'll probably have to kill one of you that's just the way it is but then we can move forward uh and then rick says fact is i was thinking i was gonna have to ask for all of your stuff but i figured i don't have to kill any of you because i already killed enough for you yeah he came with them bars he was bringing that heat yeah yeah he was was definitely dropping mics yeah he was talking the the most shit Mm-hmm. Um, so he was talking, talking he was, cash shit with the shittiest spades hand ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, table. yeah, he had he had one spade. Oh. Right. <laughs> uh, hold on, Mel. Your uh, your line's giving us static. Hold on one second. Nah, I don't think it's our okay. chords because it's fine right now, right? Yes. So I think it's like her side. Oh, I'll just yeah. hang up and call right back. See if we can get it working again. Um but yeah all right is there mail hello oh, i still here is like your phone on the cord or anything hold on 
All right. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I yes. hear you. Okay. I think it's my headphones. Oh. oh. It's got to be my headphones. All right, let's try it like this. I don't hear any echo or anything. Mm-mm. All right, cool. so. Um, Rick, y'all talking about hands. I say, Rick looked at his hand. He had one space, all the hearts, all the diamonds. <laughs> talking about, yeah, dog, we going to run this Boston. <laughs> You're like, nigga, no. Zero space, one ace. Hella number cards. Right. <laughs> and it had all the low cards, the the twos, the threes, the fives. <laughs> uh, I, think this, I, I, I think this eight gonna walk. This eight gonna walk. Yeah, yes. we got we got this. This gonna be a funky ten. No no sir. No sir. <laughs> so uh uh so he was um he was he was looking at his hand like, wait, this ain't hearts? No, um, no sir. So uh <laughs> buddy said uh so buddy said okay that's cool you don't want to make a deal rick and them get back on the rv they get ready to roll out but before they get ready to roll out rick can't help himself and turns around and says you want to make this your last day on earth you know which makes sense rick has been on a streak okay guys his warriors are 67 and 3 like they are like they are right about to take the record it makes sense that he's cocky and arrogant from everything we've seen on the show but unlike the audience he's not aware of all the different events colliding against him Mm -mm. and um buddy said it's a good thing you bring that up uh because um this might be the last day on earth for you or one of your people in your in your crew and you need to treat everybody nice and you need to be uh make sure you they know you appreciate it because somebody ain't making it uh and rick and them get back in the rv and and bounce yeah because i really think that for rick and them they they didn't i don't think they think that the people that they had killed at that like that satellite place before was the group and they didn't realize it might be a little bit more or maybe bigger than they thought and they really had no reason to think these seven dudes was so were gonna do shit you know what i mean right. like it was seven dudes like they killed seven dudes and they sleep it, like if they really had that moment of just like well, let's just go around these motherfuckers we don't have time like honestly it felt like they just didn't have the time like right we don't have the time maggie's sick fuck it we'll just go but, the long way right if they'd had time yeah they'd have, they'd have had a standoff um so uh now i think rick and them at this point should have quit this tour and told them that Janet was pregnant and just uh yeah refund everybody's money but nope they kept going uh carl and aaron were in the truck they asked each other why they were going uh aaron said he owes maggie because maggie um i guess him and maggie made that pact in the sewer that time so they kind of they they cool with each other right and carl said um he owes the whole group which at this point he does i mean he's been with those people forever um we cut to morgan and carol and basically morgan was he healed up carol as much as he could but she still needed a doctor mm-hmm. and he said look um you got to come back with me and he just kept talking about it matter of factly to which carol was like i ain't coming back right i was like what make you think she's gonna come back um and she's fi- oh go ahead mel i'm saying she told you don't look for her right and and now morgan what i like about these scenes between them other than the fact that they're two great actors in my opinion yes they are uh regardless of how you feel about their characters lenny james and uh man i forget her name but both of those guys both of them can act their ass off um is a 
i'm not gonna fuck it up uh so yeah i was just about to i was like i want to say melissa mcbride is her name but anyway they were both acting their asses off in these scenes and i like that the writers got an excuse to get them both together especially to talk about their philosophies because for a minute carol's whole philosophy was the exact opposite of morgan's which was kill everything let god sort them out um and morgan's was all life is precious rick so seeing them go head to head with their philosophies was kind of dope before and now with her new philosophy which i've been saying for a while and as always as host of the best walking dead recap podcast out there i was right it's not about carol killing so much as it's about carol can't love anybody anymore like she i think one she doesn't think she's worthy of it because she's done so many quote-unquote horrible terrible things but she recognized that at the end of the day in this world if you love anybody there's just a price to pay right whether it's your own life taking other people's lives or whether it's watching them die there's no positive to loving somebody and the more stuff you love the more people you're around the more there is to take the more there is to watch suffer and the more you will try to do everything to defend it which in turns means you're going to continue to kill right and she's done with that shit she'd rather die and only be responsible for herself than to uh feel that she's beholden to these other people and i also think that she's scared of what she would do like i feel like like carol is that person who is scared of how crazy they can get mm-hmm. because like she she doesn't necessarily want to be that person but she cannot help taking care of people she can't help taking care of the people that she cares about and that frightens her yeah she's she's burned sick people she's killed a a a young girl and and it's not that those were such uh unforgivable acts it's actually the fact that it wasn't that i think fucks with her is like Mm-hmm. this new world is this brutal and i'm actually the kind of person that can make it and i don't think i want to be you know true um so this is a good philosophical debate but morgan brought up something that i think every watcher of the walking dead that loves carol was thinking which is nigga you knew everybody was gonna come after you right <laughs> you can't it doesn't matter that you wrote that letter it doesn't matter the group loves each other too much to just watch one of them walk away without trying to bring them back and he was like i'm not the only one rick came out here daryl and the others left before they found out but if they found out they'd be out here you can't just leave the fucking group you gotta come back this is selfish as fuck and she pulled a gun on him and he was like you gonna kill me for for the truth um and she put the gun back down like she ain't gonna kill him but she definitely did not want to come with him Mm -mm. um but i did appreciate them uh having them having that conversation especially the part where she admitted that she'd rather die than come back you know um so abe was feeling inspired by the road trip as he's driving an rv (laughs) and he told sasha that he would love to pour that bisquick up in her oh Oh, lord Mm -hmm. he said uh he asked her would she feel comfortable making a big decision like that because that's that's living you know getting getting pregnant and having a kid like glenn and maggie that's that's what living is all about that's a big move uh say that again mel shooting the club up shoot the club up Ah! you know 
uh and what was funny is uh his sasha's face was so priceless at first because it was just like are you serious like like having having babies right now this with a sick woman about to miscarry in the back that's the thing you're thinking of right now Apparently so. and um, <laughs> and then after you know after he explained himself she was like yeah that's something we could do you know uh so good for them uh and right as they had this conversation they reached another roadblock this time there were 16 people uh rick looked out the window and <laughs> said uh turn around right let's 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 try another route uh he was like me bidding on something on ebay with the price keep going up but you just don't want to admit it to yourself (laughs) (laughs) that might be a little too rich for my blood i'm gonna find another authentic version of mario brothers from japan i'm gonna just wait Ah, one more hour the next one will be lower oh damn uh so um they uh yeah they what i kept and what i was thinking at that moment is they really could use that that rocket propelled grenade launcher mm-hmm. uh yeah. what man this sucks they had to waste that that grenade on them zombies in that lake man Ugh. yeah they did didn't they yeah they could have used that bitch today <laughs> so um they turn around again uh and we find uh, we go back to morgan morgan is uh is finding this walker that carol said was really hard to get to mm-hmm. uh and apparently it's up a tower and it was hung mm-hmm. okay here's my guess remember the guy who got beat up at the beginning that was yep. running from the saviors he said that uh they made an example out of one of his crew at the library mm-hmm and travis or trevor whatever he said it was because um he he fired the first shot and that person always has to be made example of well this walker was hung it wasn't stabbed in the head like it like it died from hanging and then they just left it there and my guess is that's the guy yeah because it kept moving around just basically banging into the uh thing it was hung on and it was attracting other zombies you know mm-hmm, but i noise yeah i really think that guy is whoever took the first shot against the saviors and got made an example of uh at the from the library crew me too so, uh anyway morgan kills that walker comes back to talk to carol carol's gone of course she is you know and i'm surprised she didn't just cauterize the wound like rambo you know ah! seems like something carol would do vodka into it yeah yes. bite down on a piece of a piece of tree a rhubarb or something i don't know. just bite down on a tree and just fucking stab herself with a hot wow. knife yeah uh, she the begob that wound but uh so she just oh, leaves that's like one of the things i really like carol because she does this fall apart thing but she's so fucking tough right like she, she's just like i'm gonna have to kill everybody in here. <laughs> right yeah i really hate to put all of you down yeah because it's like <laughs> but you bitches are dead <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't don't make me have to kill you <laughs> yeah she's gonna kill you with some tears um so uh carol basically has to go looking for uh for carol i mean morgan has to go looking for carol now because she's dip- she dipped on him right um rick and them are in the car realizing how slowly slowly realizing how fucked they are 
um <laughs> seven minutes the that's first not the, that's not even the same dude that's mm. a whole other set of motherfuckers and exactly. it's one of them we should we should have fought the first the first band the first yeah. uh boy band group right and each time they keep waiting for this weakness in the route they're like we'll take this road we'll take well why would they cover that road and it brings me back to last week when morgan pointed out that carol was headed the opposite way from the savior's camp that they initially found and there were saviors on the road mm-hmm. and he was basically like but rick this is west or whatever and rick blew that shit off but right but that, that made sense it was like hey dog this group might they might be spread out more than we think right this is a big organized group if they're on both sides of them um when they first met the saviors like my favorite line of that was when dude looked at him and was like well you know go ahead on back it's plenty of ways to get where you're going like mm -hmm. that was some ominous shit so so good so good man that oh man they be writing the shit out of these scary ass niggas yeah. <laughs> um so then and they're so organized matter of fact i'll bring it up later but they're so organized yeah which is scary so um they're realizing how fucked they are like like mel said they're realizing that there's different groups there's not the same people um and, and you know there's more people so if you count seven and 16 or whatever that's like 23 already uh so there's a walker chain fence basically in the middle of the road they've chained a bunch of walkers together like chains through their bodies which and i think eugene notes this must have took a lot of people right because like they literally had them strung up together and connected like what five or six of them across to purposely block the road right so it was like a red rover yes of of, of walkers yes a red rover of walkers and um they get out to inspect it and they realize uh there's pieces of clothing and items from the crew that got kidnapped including michonne's dreads two of her dreads got cut off or put on this thing and which means somebody got to die yeah. you don't rick just touch a black sick. woman's hair he saw that he was sick listen rick face was like i did not go on all them salads beauty supply runs <laughs> for this shit all that cocoa butter all that hard work we done did Mm-mm. jamaican castor oil ain't cheap Cholane. i almost died for that uh so he was uh looking upset and they, and they had like daryl stuff and some arrows they had like rosita shit so they knew like okay this is psychological warfare this is them letting us know they have our crew um which is a whole other complication than when they left the house right they left the house like we just trying to get maggie maggie up to the to the hilltop keep in mind think about the planning that this took this means the whites group somehow ran into like this maybe this is the whites group whatever the whites group set up this rocker thing put it on the road that they knew would be the second most likely to be traveled from there and put it in their way so now they um and it also at this point means they definitely know where they're going they're not guessing they know they're going to hilltop Mm -hmm. okay so you know back to my theory last week somebody hilltop might be snitching yeah gregory oh i feel like they've got somebody i feel like they've got snitches in every camp Mm, maybe i feel like they've got snitches in every camp i feel like they've got a snitch in rick's camp i have been noticing a lot of extra Mm. uh extras in the background lately yeah um 
so oh that would be such a great twist oh i hope they do that now um so you know they got you know so clearly they know where they're going and shit um and they start shooting the savior starts shooting at the feet of rick's crew to make them have to get back on their uh on the rv and drive off uh but before they do that rick takes his uh his axe his hatchet and chops the arm off of one of the walkers and uh i think he grabbed michelle's dread just so he can give it back to her uh we're gonna sew this back in baby uh baby i got you uh so they they hop back on the rv and they've driven through now the walkers and um you know uh they're basically in the rv trying to figure out what the fuck happened Mm -hmm. you know they're running out of fuel they got i think they said they could fill up one more time uh now of of course if the saviors have done this that means the saviors are probably behind them as well as in front of them right can't just go back um uh and since rick uh and them killed the people that the saviors been um uh since rick and them killed those people it also means the saviors have been doing nothing but working yes they have y'all y'all been chilling and resting and shit like that and they like no dog right rick been laid up in bed eating apples off michelle's booty and shit (laughs) and these niggas been plotting on they've been out here looking for revenge Mm -hmm. all summer 16 (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) they just been waiting on these motherfuckers and it's such elaborate plans um and so they get to another stop and there's even more saviors and there's so many saviors they got niggas standing on top of cars i mean it'll like one of them scenes and uh, at the beginning of like a fast and furious when they had like a street race in yes. brazil yes that's how many cars and people it was y'all yes oh i was so scared he's signing them with up probably like 32 people just standing there like mm-hmm. keep keep in mind all the people in Negan's party look like extras from deliverance yes and you know what and, and each group was a different set of people none of these people repeated y'all right just yeah yeah they still haven't gotten any repeats yet it's like a spawn point just motherfuckers just everywhere ah! um so uh we cut back to morgan and carol uh morgan found carol's cross while he was on horseback uh i don't know if morgan's a tracker or not i don't i don't know he was out there alone so much maybe he figured out but uh they were making a big deal out of that Uh, go ahead mel he just used his mighty black man power (laughs) (laughs) that and i think that that she had that cross in her hand remember i think before she left she was sitting on that swinging thing and she was kind of in her own mind she was actually holding the cross at that time and morgan was like looking over at her so i think he might have remembered that cross from that yeah because she didn't even she's not the one who dropped the cross it was the guy who was stalking her that had it right which is why i'm like they and they made something about that cross where it's like super stalking powers because i'm tell you right now if i walked out the house and found karen's cross i don't know where she went but somehow <laughs> other people know what it is like oh she must have went this way i'm like how do you know anyway um so he follows the path of the cross i'm assuming and uh they cut ahead to where carol's at carol is walking she's so weak she's walking around like a dumpster or something with a with a zombie trapped in it she closes the door to dumpster on the zombie so it can't eat her then a hippie zombie lady tries to eat her she struggle kills that motherfucker oh 
like that got dramatic as fuck yeah yeah that made me really nervous because it looked like she just couldn't you were like bitch what's wrong with you kill her but then you realize she's wounded she's weak she's tired plus she wants to give up Yeah, yeah she was so and she won't just like she's not suicidal in the like oh let this zombie just eat me and die away but she was just like it was so obvious that she shouldn't have had her ass out there that she was gonna die yeah Um, and when she was uh resting that zombie she pulled his face and like the hair yeah yeah, the face like peeled off it was a cool special effect right um like cheese as soon as she killed that zombie the dude that she shot uh last episode who's been tracking her for however many miles finally caught up with her pushed her on the ground knocked the knife out of her hand and the gun out of her hand and picked up the gun and she's laying on the ground and she finally lays down like fuck i'm tired you know i'm this is it i'm gonna die and it turns out he is the pettiest mra dude to ever track a woman down (laughs) because he can't just kill her he gotta kill her james bond villain style by taking his time and he said i'm each breath is getting harder and harder because obviously she shot him and he thinks he's gonna die right and he's like but if i'm gonna die i'm gonna watch you die and then i'm gonna die then i'm I'm gonna die and he shot her in the arm because he wanted to watch her bleed out (sighs) and he goes that's a good start and then he cuts the commercial i was like this dude is so petty um because you're you're not gonna bleed out through your freaking arm yeah it was clearly just he was like i'm in pain fuck you you know i'm just i'm glad he was shot so he couldn't do nothing worse because that dude seemed like a piece of work yeah like he really should have hopped in a car and tried to drive his ass back to safety um so uh rick is talking to maggie uh, about how they still gonna get her to safety and now it's just becoming empty promises right and maggie you can see in his face that he knows it's an empty promise yes that and i think to uh the actress that played maggie you can tell as the time progresses on that she's really being affected and she looks sicker and sicker here's the thing that i noticed that i thought was so cool how much of this shit is him really promising to Lori? like his wife (laughs) died during childbirth yeah and like i know that has to be eating away at him and he's delivering these promises he can't possibly keep you know it's obvious they're in over their heads at this point they're trapped it's just not gonna work out but he has this renewed faith that everything's gonna be okay they're safe they know how to fend shit off and it's clearly they're outnumbered outgunned outmanned everything and he's still making this empty promise and it just made me think is he like almost seeing laurie in his head like i'm you know i'm gonna make this happen true and also i think too um with rick falling in love i think he did he's he didn't go as hard as he used to because i think if this would have been the quote-unquote old rick they'd have been ready and prepared like they'd yeah. have been they'd have been planning they'd have been mapping data they, they'd have had a moat around the whole the whole place with nobody being able to get in and out but i think with him having hope and there's nothing wrong with having hope but i think that hope and like roger said that hope and that overconfidence 
confidence made him kind of lax on how he would have been because before he was the one with the plan he was the one we're gonna do this we're gonna do that we're gonna do this we're gonna well do he's that. been unfocused in the past before he's been you know he's had his moments I, I think it's just been so long that he's had one of these moments where he really thought they were safe true yeah, it's, it's, yeah well, he really it, i mean when was the last safe, time yeah. maybe the prison maybe like this is the first time in a such a long time that they had a situation when they went okay we can breathe and no you can't it's always something worse out there and in this case it's Negan, man and it's scary as fuck that you know that this is happening to them you know um so carol uh got shot again in the leg mm-hmm. and she got shot this time for smiling so ladies when they tell you on the street to just smile don't you might don't, get shot don't trust them you might get shot with a bullet or a dick one of them gonna hit you in the face <laughs> so he shot her for smiling and she said uh and he said you don't think you suffered enough and she said no probably not what do you think and he walked off and she says what do you think you're done unless you kill me now i'm not gonna die oh, <laughs> then she got mad at him it's like she read and, the script yeah and 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 she also like i think that was also a warning like you better do this because if i get my strength back i'm going to get you yeah i always find a way to live so please if you're gonna kill me just kill me i don't want to live you don't want to fucking see me live stop fucking around and do it right if i turn around and 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 decide and change my mind today ain't today you in trouble (laughs) yeah she told him you decide the world doesn't decide you decide you don't get to walk away and get what you want um and right when he she she convinced him he turned changed his mind he said you know what i'm gonna kill this motherfucker and he starts walking towards her and that's when morgan shows up with a gun the gun that rick gave him at the end of last week right he almost didn't take and morgan is like he's the cock block of death yes he is and Ah! the the they this show is the writers are so good because they know how we feel about morgan but they know how we feel about carol too so it's like the one thing between Carol and Lemon is fucking Morgan. And I'm not going to front. I was like, this nigga going to fuck it up. She going to die. <laughs> I said, she going to, what a way to die depending on this motherfucker. And they had had this explicit conversation about you can't love people because if you love people, you got to kill people. Mm-hmm. And he was on some like, you know, all lives are precious bullshit. And it's like, nigga, no, they not. Some lives got to go. Ah. And so he has this gun and he's you know he's telling the dude like don't do it and he pleaded with him it was like any video of cops trying to shoot a white person he gave him 27 chances to walk away and eventually the guy said i don't think so and got ready to shoot carol and morgan shot him Mm -hmm. not just once but like five times yeah and that lit him up yeah and that was carol's whole thing when they was having all these conversations back and forth she was like dog you're gonna have to kill again whether you want to or not if you're around people you love you're going to have to kill well what's wild is that he shot him he didn't even hold the gun sideways um he shot him Ah! and he was completely like still there i've been see everybody else has been worried like that he'll never kill again and all this shit i've been worried what happens when he kills do we get crazy morgan back because i don't like crazy morgan i like if if i have to pick if he's like say he's an alcoholic of killing if he can't have a sip 
so he can be sane i understand because he was savage nigga was walking around the woods with spears and shit and he was insane paint on his face talking about clear and shit like it was too crazy for me so when he shot the dude i kept thinking like now please don't kill carol or <laughs> some other yeah. stupid shit where i'm like see you crazy again nigga i knew not to fuck with you and he was he was fine he was composed um carol looked a little pissed that he saved her life but whatever yep you yeah, know was always pissed yeah you know she's like if i had a gun i'd kill you too damn <laughs> um, and then uh lucky for the both of them because i kept thinking how you gonna get her back to hilltop because alexandria has no doctor Mm-mm. so she gotta go to hilltop the only other place we know and that's when two uh what appear to be two more people in armor with ho- with one horse arrive and now i'm like i'm certain those guys are knights from the kingdom uh in the comics mm-hmm. and they also uh they're like what what's going on here black man holding a gun over a dead and a dead a dead and a dying white person and uh he turned and said uh i found your horse and i thought that's a good answer you know because that really was no good way to explain what he had just did Mm-mm. uh but he said i found your horse and then dude was like white people do love horses and he ah! uh he trusted morgan immediately your own thing would have been better a basket of cheese right <laughs> i got this horse and this cheese oh you and know what? the dog just bounded in yeah <laughs> i just <laughs> just kissed the dog on the mouth oh okay man you can come with us uh and so that crew was like they shook morgan's hand and was like we can get her some help y'all can come with us so we might be getting ready to see the kingdom oh it's gonna be so lit i'm not even gonna spoil nothing else this because i haven't read the comics yeah episode is the first time i was like you know what i gotta read these comics listen i ain't gonna say nothing else about the kingdom but the kingdom is the shit um so if we get everything from the comics in the kingdom it's gonna be great it's gonna be lit Mm -hmm. okay this will be the least of y'all's worries uh so um yeah so they go off uh the uh the crew in the rv it reaches another reaches another roadblock this time it's some fools that done put some logs in the road Uh and i'm not just saying log nigga i'm talking trees i'm talking paul bunyan (laughs) and his fucking blue ox babe they chopped this bitch down <laughs> and threw it in the middle of the road they had them shit stacked up like they were trying to block a dam like the like the water was on the other side they was like nah yeah. this river ain't gonna make it yeah it definitely looked like it was made by beavers yeah he's and, and eugene uh master of the obvious says it took manpower and heavy machinery right come on. like this wasn't no bullshit like mm-hmm. someone put these on a truck drove them up here everything to <laughs> they make did this, some sawing just to make this petty ass statement i mean master of pettiness they get out to observe you know what's going on uh they turn around behind them where there's a bridge and a body drops off and is hung um and aaron has a gun and he's like i can shoot the dude down and rick says don't do it because we might need them bullets later (laughs) um because now i think he's analyzing this is definitely a threat we may have to end up fighting Mm -hmm. and it's gonna take everything to beat them uh there's so many of them they're so organized and they have to watch this guy uh choke out now what i noticed about this guy is he had an x on his shirt that was spray painted there he was the guy from the first fucking roadblock yes he was yeah. nigga what the pro- the whole the the complexity of this fucking plan right the whole point that's what 
because when I was looking at when I was looking at it, I thought they were spraying something to set them on fire or, mm-hmm. or something like that. And I'm like, they just. And then at the end, I realized, God damn, that is evil. Right. They are playing chess. Right, because yeah. the the thing is, he was like, "This is for somebody else," and the whole time they knew it was Rick and them. They yeah. was like, "We we blocked this road because we know they're coming this way, and we gonna use you as an example." And and when, I don't know if you realize this, when they hung him, all his front teeth was gone, but a few. So they basically fucked him up. Oh, and Pete Game, they I don't know that they know when Rick and them were coming. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. as far as the first time that they left, because I don't know that anyone could know that why Maggie was sick. Uh, unless, of course, like as Mel said, they got somebody on the inside, maybe right. poisoned some food or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever's going on, though, they coordinated this plan, like, a long time ago. Oh, and yeah, just they was ready. Put it into motion in order to have these logs and shit. That's not some overnight shit. Nah, they've they, been playing they, that for a while. Oh, my God. So uh negan's crew is just scary as fuck um and then trevor is trevor is there yes and trevor's there like (laughs) yeah he's talking to rick and them like did you tell all your people that you love that 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 you appreciate them well you kind this is the last day for one at least one of you and rick uh and them turn around eugene devises a plan where eugene's gonna drive drive the rv because they don't know how many people are in it at any given point in time they well, just know these checkpoints is at least that's eugene's thinking wait a minute go go back for a second okay you handle your business while they were talking they set the logs on fire oh they did they set the log pettiest roadblock so, ever while he was talking to them going you better love your loved ones it's your last day on earth next thing you know you're poof and they could not go through the logs. Why you had to shut, set the shits on fire? Right, just asshole. Up. Just an asshole maneuver. They was like, we want to be sure y'all know that y'all need to turn around. So, uh, Rick well, and... Well, I guess they didn't follow the rules of Smokey, the bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, they definitely were not. Um, well, maybe they did ultimately put it out because that would have set something on fire and we didn't see any more fire. So <laughs> maybe they are polite psychopaths. <laughs> and after they left, they they doused the fire. That would be dope. Uh, Shit, they might have water hoses for all we know. Well, they um. So then Rick and them turn around. They devise a plan. Eugene's gonna drive the truck. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is gonna get out. They're gonna move. They're gonna basically walk to uh hilltop with Maggie in like a makeshift uh a uh, 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 thing uh, bed almost. Um, I was gonna say a thing for those of you that like are listening and not watching this happened over hours because when they first started it was daylight by mm-hmm. this time roger talking about it had actually turned dark yeah it was nighttime and eugene part of eugene's plan was that it would be night soon so even if they were watching they wouldn't know that they did this and the one group can just get walk walk to hilltop and the other group uh basically he was going to be probably sacrificing his own life right yeah. um which That's is sad I, I had a little moment um because you know eugene is so eugene Mm -hmm. yeah um, but it was it was kind of you know it was very noble of him to do that i got a little misty he's a totally different guy at this point from the coward that we met two seasons ago also um he gave rick an instruction plan for how to make ammunition which is huge because 
for comic book fans that's one of the things about eugene is like oh he's the guy who came up with how to make bullets well this show is so good at fucking with people who do read the comics who think they're know-it-alls that they were like okay well here's the plan for how to make bullets now eugene is non-essential to the shit you care about in the comics they can kill him now now what the fuck you gonna do you know what i mean like like stop speculating you don't know what the fuck we're gonna do out here no uh we're just fucking with you and i love that they're fucking with the people that read the comics um and i say that as a person that reads them so uh eugene gives up his plans he has a goodbye with abe where he basically it's like some little brother shit growing up Mm -hmm. and uh he tells abe he asks him why didn't you ever let me drive the truck and you and abe was like man i didn't think you could do it but now i know i was wrong but we both know you was wrong uh that i was wrong and we were wrong because you didn't think you could either at the time but now look at you and uh they dap up and eugene hugs him right he's so awkward yeah start getting a little misty in there so i was like mm-hmm. damn they about to kill the shit out of this little nigga mm-hmm. um and the plan is basically hatched on the fly uh so eugene starts driving the rv the other way uh rick and crew start taking maggie through the woods maggie they're killing zombies maggie says uh she wants to walk and aaron and uh whoever else had the uh thing were like no you can't like just let us carry you to hilltop it'll be okay um and right about then um they got ambushed yeah and oh, you, and, and you know what maybe it's just me but they're the loudest fucking talking group when they in the woods. Nobody know how to whisper. Uh, <laughs> apparently not. They're I so mean, goddamn loud. Right. I was like, y'all supposed to be running, right? And they, they just having casual conversations. Well, they, there's no way they thought they were being tracked. True. No. Okay. I, okay. I, I give you like that they one. really did think they came up with this brilliant fucking plan where they would not be tracked any longer, and so they could just just chill you know and they still didn't have any kind of idea the numbers right right so then as they're walking through the woods all of a sudden (laughs) them niggas was out there dog they started whistling i was like oh shit now they don't found them they was whistling like it was an average hot summer in new york and women were walking down the street yeah I think I heard. I think I heard one of them say, "Smile." Ah! <laughs> then when they didn't, it's like, "Bitch, bitch, bitch, bitch." I know. Uh, <laughs> I know. That was like, "Smile." Wait, you see my dick? I know. <laughs> you a hoe anyway. You ugly anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. You fat. You fat now. Uh, but yeah, it was, and and so it was that crew. Um, Negan's crew had all the guns uh they herded rick up and the crew rick's crew uh and the scary thing is this was rick's like eugene's like stroke of brilliance they already had calculated this so much to the point where they led them to the place where they already had eugene and the rv like and rick's face looked like cam newton looking at his offensive line in the super bowl it, yeah 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 it was like that's when i looked i was like wait wait a second that's a fucking rv listen and rick rick was looking like at eugene like i thought you was in the movie the blind side why are you let me get sacked 
okay disney uh, didn't make a movie about your ass for me to be getting sacked this much with all these false starts yeah and i and the thing about it is that the it, they i didn't realize it at first they were it, they were whistling was coming from all directions at yeah. first and it was dark so they had no idea where this whistling was coming from but they knew the point is they knew where rick and them would be exactly yes they did now that they knew i don't know if it's from interrogating eugene or what but they knew um and um the other thing too was negan's crew was all dudes um and we've seen a few women in the negan collective but they're never in these hunting party type things Mm -mm. now i don't know if that's just him presenting a brave front being intimidating showing all the men with all the guns or what but i'll be interested to know the inner workings of the saviors at some point i hope we get that next season i think we will I think I, we will. We have to. Yeah, because it doesn't. Because somebody was, I said, why are there no women and children in the crew? What happened to them? And some dude on Twitter was like, oh, obviously they just raping them and leaving them in their wake. And I was like, I don't think so because mm-hmm. earlier Dwight escaped with two women. Um, when they were bringing them back, uh, one of the guys even says he only likes them willing. Right. So he's not the the what she's not just savage jump out the bushes rapist person that we're talking about now i'm not saying mm-hmm. he is or isn't but you know this show's been pretty good about approaching that topic without like going there and trying to right. do shock value yeah um so i don't think that's what this is mm-hmm. you know i really and also and yeah. also if you remember um when they had carol when they had carol and maggie there right. were women involved there so they're they have women and they and the women aren't like these we just sit around the house like uh mormon wives and um big love and shit like we like they're women of agency they're survivors i just want to know the inner workings of it now because you know it's almost like the military we make the men sign up for the military quote unquote back in the old days and then the women have to you know stay at home you know so i want to know how this shit works now um especially with them being so organized i know it's not just happenstance um <laughs> uh my man from grand theft auto comes out when rick's there and he says good you made it welcome to where you were going <laughs> Ooh, the shade oh my god we know carol won't be coming out the woods when you when you hear that in the beginning you think he's like well look you're just not gonna you know we know you're going to you know wherever you gotta go you're thinking he's talking about hilltop like wherever you gotta go we got this you know, you're just going to have to back up and we're going to punk you or whatever. Right. So, then you realize what he meant. It's like, no, nigga, you're going to do what the fuck we want you to you do. You were always going to end in this exact spot. Like, we had this planned out so well. Man. Nothing you could do to would keep you from where the fuck we wanted you to be. It was so, so intimidating. It's And it's at night like the only light is really like these military lights and and shit like it's just so scary um go ahead karen and i think for me they underestimated their organization but they were communicating from walkie talkies when they hit that other group she called for backup so they should have known there was some form of yeah on the walkie talkies them niggas had codes it's like oh we're gonna switch the beta um don't forget channel code 10 right it was like but they still figured out they just were just a small group but you should have known it was some form of organization but Um, that was the thing about it not only was rick comfortable rick has gotten really really cocky 
Right. Like, really, really cocky. And he was just having, he just really had this fuck them niggas attitude. Like, yeah. you know, we'll, I'll deal with them when I, I'm going to deal with them when I fucking feel like dealing with them. And now he's realizing I should have stomped this out from the break. Yep. Right. When you dating, and, when you dating the baddest, it'll, it'll get to your head, dog. Like, it just fucked them up. Uh, or, and also, he could have been thinking, ah, oh, maybe we shouldn't have made this deal with Hilltop at all right you know like maybe none of this shit was worth it like this like this shit is this is a more formidable foe than we could have ever imagined um at any rate uh we finally see that in the box is the kidnapped part of the crew they open up that that trailer and it's michelle daryl rosita and glenn Mm -hmm. uh they all put them um in uh in, in in a line and they make them all get on their knees uh which was you know scary as shit because like <laughs> i saw people tweeting uh and <laughs> someone said uh what the fuck was it it was like uh oh yeah um rick rick grimes bows to no man i was like nigga he bowing today now let's see wants to die they said give me them guns get on your knees and rick tried to stand for like an extra four seconds and then it was just like let me get my my ass on my knees i don't want to i don't want to die uh when he looked at like he considered like carl is there maggie is there and that's way more important than right. anything you know any of his pride i think that's the thing maggie's being there was probably the thing that saved them because i think if she wasn't there he'd have tried to do something stupid yeah, yeah. oh man so then we get what we finally have been waiting for uh, yes can go oh, ahead and uh the thing is the uh they came and they was gonna try to get maggie they was like nah dog we 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 got maggie they was they, they was like look okay yeah you gotta be a little bit more uh detailed on that they in the first the first day is negan's men tried yes. to get maggie off of the stretcher and rick's people said the toughest thing they could say which is no we'll get her off the stretcher which i mean it's kind of like that joke david wayne's had about uh if mike tyson tried to rape you in prison <laughs> where he was like the toughest thing you could say is be like you ain't gonna be raping me all day man like because like <laughs> you're like it's over already right you don't, like, you don't stand a chance the only thing they could say was you're not gonna we'll get maggie off of the, the cart and she looked terrible yeah um hey she like a ghost and they gave uh my man negan uh i think it's jeffrey dean morgan is really yes, it is listen <laughs> he came out there in the leather jacket yes he did with despite with the uh barbed wire bat lucille mm-hmm. and gave us 10 minutes of the hottest uh bars bars <laughs> i mean listen you think killer mike got it uh jeffrey was out there delivering hot fire bars to everybody i don't even have all the highlights like you probably got a youtube that last 10 minutes but yeah. i know he called carl a little serial killer yeah he did <laughs> he said he told he dragged everybody when he got off when he when he stepped out of that first of all let me full disclosure jeffrey dean morgan can have all of it 
oh i you know what i have been so many women on the timeline throwing the cunata at him watchman jeffrey dean morgan supernatural jeffrey dean morgan now this and when he got off that when he got out of that trail and he just paused and he was like we pissing our pants yet i was like kind of oh yes <laughs> uh and like in my mind and I, this is the thing about comic books and 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 and, and books in general you know in your mind you have one voice for this person and in the comics there's so much cursing because they allow you to curse and he's just a profane like he says fuck every 10 sec like 10 words or whatever mm-hmm. and in this one i knew he wouldn't be able to say it and so i was worried a little nervous like are they gonna get it right like okay he can't curse as much so now will he still be intimidated are they gonna make him corny is he, he gonna be was. saying a bunch of- he was scary as fuck with he that bat was he was the thing about it um in the comic from what i understand negan in the comic comic was designed after um henry rollins oh that makes That's sense probably why you have a different yeah and when, when you look at it you see it um he's designed he was designed after henry rollins well but the thing yeah about it in the show was him not cussing right it is a little creepier to me right Right. see that's the thing in the comics uh he's very intimidating over the top uh but and it's over the top but he's also extremely funny like yeah like jokes like it's very a boisterous almost like you know uh laugh to it like like just a like oh this dude's doing a comedy routine and he's fucking these people up in this one it, it was almost scarier because he's kind of um he it felt almost like matter of fact like of course i gotta kill you yeah you know like it, it's formality at this point y'all will work for me now uh your shit is mine like it was very matter of fact but he played it with a certain amount of uh comedic timing that still made it funny but just complete gallows humor mm-hmm. so dark um you know what he brought to me just a little bit of um the comedian from yeah Washington yeah Yeah, like he had some of that you could like without being oh that's the comedian he brought like a little bit of the comedian yes and and the thing is in the comedian like he was even in with the comedian character he eventually gets crazy over the top you know he's like fucking uh (laughs) he flamethrowed all them people on the street (laughs) that time but um but like in this joint like he's giving you that like kind of like i'm in charge it's almost like you know what it felt like when the ceo comes to the local office and gives a meeting like yeah i'm finally here now i'm the big cock i'm gonna tell everybody how great the company's doing and all this shit but what what this is an event your my my presence is the present to all of you guys and so he's just like doing his thing he he's i think his first line was we pissing our pants yet mm-hmm. boy do i have a feeling we're getting close it's gonna be pp pan city here real quick soon. <laughs> uh, and the second time you watch it is funnier because you know what's gonna happen the first yeah. time i wasn't even able to laugh i was just like yes i'm pissing my pants don't kill him don't kill him all <laughs> and he when it was funny too he was talking to carl he would tell him to, to to uh cry yeah he said he said cry a little bit like no yeah <laughs> he, he uh he told um uh i like what he told rick he said hey when i when you kill my people not cool and when i sent my people to kill your people for killing my people that you kill more of my people not cool that, that was funny. really not cool the first time. 
yes and he's like yeah and you're about to see how not cool that shit is <laughs> oh he reminded me of my dad when we used to get whoopings man my dad used to talk to us like he was like it was like the whooping really wouldn't be that bad it was the psychological warfare of the household of the like somebody's getting a whooping tonight and you just like oh <laughs> shit why you are know, you telling me like, this you know, that, you know that meme that they use the cam newton when yeah. like he you know they're about to send him back out there and they go like that was like <laughs> that, then not, yes yeah. it was the it was it was the oh oh y'all gonna get it now i mean yeah it was it was it was so good um uh he basically said there was new rules and the new rule was give me your shit or i will kill you today was career day y'all graduated we invested a lot so you would know who i am and what i can do um like it was basically ben affleck's boiler room speech with a bat um he said this uh and he basically said that they got a pyramid scheme basically you go out and get shit we take half your shit then you go out and get more and eventually either you'll die because it's not enough or um you'll figure ways out to get more shit um so then he starts going down a line of who the fuck's gonna get the back because he said can't get off without getting punished and he said i gotta kill one of y'all and he starts fucking with everybody he's Mm -hmm. just going down the line he goes to maggie glenn jumps up to save her and they hold him down and he says hey don't do that shit again said it's a real emotional time i understand you get one freebie but he said first one's free it's an emotional moment i get it uh <laughs> that part gave me kind of a private summer i, I think it did <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part was actually what he told rick uh because i felt like he was talking directly to the audience it was the writers talking to us is when they go sucks don't it the moment you realize you don't know shit <laughs> like he might as well look directly in the camera and just been like fuck y'all book reading motherfuckers talking about we was gonna can't gl- kill glenn since the beginning of the season you don't know what the fuck we gonna do we crazy oh, yeah um and so then he goes i can't believe i didn't see it till now this this one's your son and he's talking about uh carl mm-hmm. is rick's son and he said and so he gets ready to kill the uh like he walks towards carl and rick's like no don't and and then and then he says uh hey do not make me kill the little future serial killer do not make this easy on me you said now i got to kill somebody everyone's at the table waiting for me to order uh <laughs> <laughs> and he does any meeny miny mo and the way they cut it is like right. it's not in order so mm-hmm. it's you know it's him pointing the bat being like eeny and it's like michonne miny uh a mode and it's and then he's doing the whole like my mother told me to pick a good one but i said like he's doing all of it mm-hmm. and finally he settles on someone mm-hmm. and they show you the pov of the person about to get the bat mm-hmm. and it's from the camera's angle right and he says you can breathe you can blink you can cry hell y'all gonna be doing that and then he hits the camera basically with the bat like mm-hmm. it's obviously someone's head everybody's like oh whoa, whatever and then and the sound's kind of muffled because you're hearing it from the perspective of getting hit over the head with the bat mm-hmm. yeah. then the they come back the the camera kind of rises again and he says 
look at that taking it like a champ and then proceeds to hit that shit like five or six more times at the end you can only hear the sounds of, of like the of cracking of the cracking of the, of the gushiness of the head and that's the season finale and i have never been more in love with the show than that second Mm-mm. and i found out that uh it was a very small exclusive group that i belong to that loved that and a lot of people hated it Mm-mm. i loved it Not i mean fuck you <laughs> fuck it was, you it was so it was so much more gripping to me that point of view shot where you they didn't show it because when you think about um the walking dead and how it's so gory and so graphic and so and you're like ugh, 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 and you're not seeing anything but you're still having all those feelings like i'm still like oh. that was so dope to me it's that such was- a it like to me it's such a comic book moment it's a like this is how comic books feel and they've been doing it for a while and i made my piece with it a long time ago i made it with uh the glenn thing and i said as much on the show um when they came back and saved glenn by making like filming the scene a completely different way and he slides under the garbage can thing and i'm just like okay that is not how y'all filmed it the first time so that wouldn't have been possible but you know what you know what that's my fault i was taking this shit a little too serious and i like that y'all you know y'all fucked with me i thought this couldn't happen now you're saying hey anything can fucking happen be prepared and since then i've actually been okay with the show like i like the show even more now because i don't have these extremely high standards for it and i also think uh, I enjoy the idea of not knowing what the fuck is going to happen and not being able to just trust my eyes and predict everything. You know, um, I love predicting things. And when I'm right about shit, I, I love being right. But the show makes you work for it because it's not just like A plus B equals C. Now it's, hey, man, uh, these are the clues, but we might throw you a curveball. Now, Karen, you hated it. Uh, yes, why'd you I hate it? did. It was some bullshit. That's what it was. Because you motherfucker been pumping this up for weeks. I, at the beginning of the show, you did this thing where you did this special introduction. I pay attention. You did a special introduction. So I said, okay, it's going to be something fucked up. What was the special happen. introduction? At the beginning, how they do the warning. They did an extra warning. It was like, hey, this is going to be gruesome. Extra other than the normal warning. I paid that attention. So I was like, okay, cool. Somebody going to get fucked up. You took the time to give me a special motherfucking warning. So you, so I was like, okay, cool. Let's let's do this shit. Okay, we, we go around while they traveling. I'm cool with that. I was cool with the show, but the end is some motherfucking bullshit. I understand people like I was mad, and I got the right to be mad. Because for me... The thing for me was that I spent a fucking hour and a half, hour and a half for nothing. For nothing. <laughs> I'm mad. Yes, I'm mad. And you better be glad I ain't get on his Sunday, cause when, cause Roger, cause, cause, cause as soon as as they didn't say who 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 it was, I, I screamed at the TV. I said, "Fuck you." Fuck you. You couldn't have gave a name, a whimper, nothing. A motherfucking hour and a goddamn half for that, for that fucking ending. No, I say no. Kiss my ass. I'm not happy. Well, we know it's a guy because he says he's taking it like a champ. 
Karen is furious. Yes. Oh, we don't even know that it's a guy. You can't trust this show. That's what I love about this show. That we don't know shit. There's people trying to put audio clues together and i saw an article about it and i was like you have learned nothing the show could do whatever the fuck the show wants to do and it's brilliant yeah oh it's so good i feel like i I I know who it is because somebody spoiled it for me based on the comic and fuck you i hope you have diarrhea at right this well i'll tell you this man uh they ain't been doing shit from the comics true for months now like it's not even close like all kinds of people alive right now in the story that in the comic were dead like multiple peoples like not even just one or two some of these motherfuckers don't exist in the comics okay mel like sasha ain't in the comics Mm -mm. um daryl ain't in the comics carol ain't ain't alive no Mm -mm. they're not in the comics they could kill anybody it's so good it's listen i fucking love it because i have never felt this way about a show before i've never had like they everybody wanted you know what everybody wanted they wanted game of thrones they wanted no 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 i'm not done y'all wanted Jon snow laying in the snow dying so you could have your closure of this is the guy that they they got the the bad shrift and maybe you can you know in game of thrones obviously is a world where you can argue he might come back to life or whatever but the point being you got your moment oh it's i can be hurt because i know who it is and how it happened to me this is better like the john snow shit ended that controversy quote-unquote ended within what a week everybody that episode was writing us before we could review the show people were already writing us like he alive he he gonna come back they already did they showed things and the other ones and you know don't forget you can they got this witch here and they like they already came up with a plan for him to come back but that i mean that doesn't necessarily mean i mean you've heard you've heard both things like you've heard both things you know from from each camp because the that's the thing about thrones the sixth book hasn't come back come out yet so people who are saying that they really like to say that they don't know people don't know what's going on in in walking dead you really don't know what's going on with thrones because they have not even in the teaser chapters that he's released none of them have been Jon snow chapters that is so like oh nobody's gonna care about this and when the series premiere you know when the when the when the season premiere comes for season seven that's not true because Jon Snow died last summer and people are still talking about that. Well, I think they'll care, but I think the controversy of it is over. Like, either he'll come back or he won't. We're going to be talking about who died all summer. Like, that's not even a question. You will not be able to bring up The Walking Dead this summer without someone being like, so who do you think died? And we all got, I've heard all kinds of theories. You know what I mean? Like I've heard, like 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 Mel said, probably a guy because he said take it like a champ. I've heard that. Well, it's Glenn because I I, I I compressed the audio and I played it backwards, and and I'm like, you don't know. Well, it's this person because in the book this happened. None of this shit's from the book anymore. They just no. do what the fuck they want. True. I can. I've never been more in love with a decision. I like. I know it made people mad, but I feel like that's better of a reaction than if they mm-hmm. killed any one person and we all just got to have our closure at that moment of they killed this person and i to take it even further i hope when they come back they don't tell us right away i would love yeah, for them to take yeah. us back through negan's crew and what they went through in season six and why they see Amen. rick and them as people that need to be taken the fuck out because hey as far as we're concerned we might be bullies but we weren't fucking with y'all 
and you y'all know? came and attacked us yeah and and they got you know and they would do that because that's the bullshit they did with glenn um what do you mean but what i mean bullshit. make us wait right and and and, and no you no and, you, and, you meant bullshit go right, ahead right and and i do mean bullshit feed me with your anger yeah because i'm mad and and, and the thing about it I never said I wasn't going to stop match- watching the show, but I still got the right to not like your decision. You got the right to put it out there, and I got the right to stick my middle finger up and say, fuck you at your goddamn decision. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch, but I'm still mad at the decision that you made. Y'all all going to watch. like Cartman when, when that boy found out he ate his parents' chili, <laughs> looking at Karen. I'm like, yeah, yeah, the tears of unfathomable sadness. Oh. sweet. I've been looking forward to this episode since that 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 night. I laughed myself into a sweat for <laughs> an hour and a half after that show ended. I love laughing at all the upset people. People are so mad that they don't know. Right. People are mad. People are mad that it's a cliffhanger, which yes. I think is really really strange. Yeah, and and it's, it's not like it's the like, season. Well, it's other cliffhangers. You know who died. Okay, right. The only difference in this cliffhanger is that you know who the killer is right and it's not like we it's a series every year when there's a kill when there's a killer mm-hmm. we wait till the next season to find out who the killer is now the only difference is you have to find out who the victim is and we don't it's not like it's a series finale yeah. people acting like it's never coming back like it'll be back in a few months now you have something to look forward to honestly mm-hmm. what the fuck were you gonna look forward to if you knew who died well, like what really would change would the crew no longer have to like re- get revenge for this person do they no longer have to deal with negan like it really is inconsequential and it's a hell of a way to fuck with the audience and i love it and i don't oh the balls you. the balls on this show so mad. i've been reading stuff and people are like how dare they do they not trust their audience that we wouldn't come back if they was like it's what right if they not worried about y'all niggas coming back they put you through the ringer and your ass come back every time don't even pretend right don't you even pretend how dare y'all pretend i saw somebody i might not be back nigga you lying you will be back the first time they show a motherfucking preview this summer wait wait to the end of fear the walking dead when they show that first preview and it's just gonna be rick talking about uh how they how they gonna get negan back or it's gonna be negan delivering his speech and they're gonna show that bloody back dripping or some shit and everybody's gonna be like i can't wait to see who the fuck he killed get out of here you're all lying this show knows the audience better than the audience knows itself <laughs> and it's been going that way for years now they continue to rate they continue to have the highest ratings of any show on cable mm-hmm. and they call their shots and this is what you do when you had a big balls you make the decision you're like you know what nah fuck y'all you want to guess who it is guess next year nigga we'll be back yeah, and the, and the fact is, they do a really great job of the way they um, break up their seasons because a lot of the cable shows, when we think of the other cable shows, Mad Men, all those, you have to wait a whole year for that shit. Mm-hmm. You're still gonna get a fall season premiere, right? The real so, question is, is Enid dead in that closet? That's what we need to be worried about. <laughs> Did she starve to They're death? Enid. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna open the closet? She gonna be a walker? <laughs> right how she gonna use the bathroom y'all worried about the other shit i'm worried about how enid gonna live man i i'm so uh i yo bravo the walking dead 
never seen anybody with the balls to do some shit like that on the air mm-hmm. i tried to find something to compare it to and the only thing people kept bringing up was who shot jr which oh that's old school right there which i that's some dallas yeah i wasn't watching dallas when that happened so i don't know anything about that but as for my in my like adult life i've never seen a show with the balls that pull something like this and i have nothing but respect for it like that's when you know that's what you do when you know you got a bitch like they know they (laughs) got they know they got me they just like they really did they really did treat us like a dude that hit you with a good dick and now he's not gonna be about shit they listen the symbolism of us being us the audience being the ones who got beat over the head with that bat perfect yeah now now yes (sighs) i like the the now i will give them credit the angle that they did it and with the blood coming across the screen now i'm saying karen what i'm saying is this that was us it wasn't it doesn't matter who the character is they beat us they want us to feel it it felt like reading a real good comic book for me like i felt that way when they shot daryl last week and made that huge blood splatter in and i was like okay so that's the most comic booky shit they've ever done nope uh one week later up it. <laughs> yeah they did oh i love it thank you yeah, walking dead with daryl i didn't worry about that because and i was i was being super spy detective whatever yeah. you could see that he didn't get him like in the head or the face you could see he shot him in, like, in the, the back shoulder. yeah and i knew he didn't die but it was such a comic booky ending to make the blood splatter yeah. that big it was such a like you know it's it's like it's like uh when they end an episode of spider-man with the rubble piling on top of them yeah like nigga we know there's an episode next week come on <laughs> like the next issue is coming out i think the best part about this is watching how mad everybody else is though yes like, yeah because yeah. that person i don't usually get off on other people's pain but people are so strangely upset it is like i feel like he went to their house personally you're <laughs> in their butts they are entitled people are acting. everybody is so entitled they are acting like they are never going to tell us <laughs> i know yeah. they're going to tell it's me it's crazy it's crazy and i'm and when you ask people like so what's the significance of not knowing like how does that change your viewing pleasure like what does it do different if you okay so uh it's sasha now what now it's a good episode how, how did it change anything the most, the most, the key important thing here is he was gonna kill somebody. Yes. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan came out there and hit us with ten minutes of straight heat, beat the fuck out of somebody, and said, uh, "We'll get back. We'll be right back after these messages." I'm good. Thank you. See you in October. That's all I needed. Thank you for the whole season, and for everybody that was arguing, nerds, especially the ones that kept putting spoilers and predictions in my mentions, and you know I asked y'all not to. Uh, you didn't know shit. You still don't know who dead, and the actors don't either fuck you isn't that hilarious keep reading them comic books and telling me like i don't read them telling me who gonna die you don't know shit right because they don't follow the same storylines does spoilers for and i mean this for thrones Mm -hmm. right and for the walking dead i hope that you get diarrhea forever i think you're a dick bag i really love when they change things in these stories because i love because people get so frustrated because they're like that's not what happened in the book well maybe you need to stop worrying about the book and realize you're watching a tv show well sometimes i like sometimes i like changes in the book because it, number one it gives you like a payoff as a, a person who's read the book and and watched the show or whatever and you're like oh this is different i'm still being entertained i'm still getting something fresh some um some 
changes I don't like. Like I had that issue with Thrones last year. Like some of the changes that they made, I just were nonsensical changes. Yeah. So, um, but I think like the fact that they could go anywhere with this is pretty dope. But I'll probably have read up on all the comics by the time it comes back. Well, the best part to me is uh, for Game of Thrones. I never get upset about the changes they make because I refuse to read them fucking books. Me too. Yeah, I, I don't read the books. I, like I, my I happiness quotient is so high. Like people be like, "Why they do this?" I'm like, I, 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 "Don't talk to me. I don't read." And I don't care. I don't and read I'm anything. Enjoy it. Anything that might become a TV show or a movie, I have to stop reading well, them. Cause let me say this: I will say that the books are um, the books are good. The books are good. If you like reading books, the books yeah, are good. I, I, I mean, I would be, I would venture to guess, and now far be it from me to assume i would venture to, to guess they are better than the show because everything in a book form is typically better than right, the shit that you make because it's just they, so much harder to fill in the detail from from a, a, a book you know it's right like the world is so much richer i don't know if i would say it's yeah i think that i think from a descriptive standpoint yes i think right. you get pulled into the story um but I don't to say that it's better. I don't know because it's such a great show. Um, yeah, yeah, the I show is great. Yeah, I can't speak on um on The Walking Dead, and it's a, obviously a different you know right. form of book. But the show is 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 still so great, and a lot so many of the changes that they make if they put if they put the show if they put the show exactly like the book, the show would drag on, and you wouldn't like it. Um, that was one of the things, since we're talking about Jeffrey Dean Morgan, that has that was one of my problems with Watchmen. They mm. did everything in Watchmen that they did in the book except for the super alien vagina. Yeah. And it kind of dragged a little bit to me. Uh, I love the Watchmen. Um, incredibly faithful to the book that while I liked the movie, right. they did too much of the book. Well, I'll say this. I love the Watchmen. Uh, I'll hear no Watchmen slander here, but, um, <laughs> but also I... And- I thought the well, I think the Watchmen book is draggy because you got that whole. They took out two major things I that I enjoy. Obviously, the ending. I thought the ending in the in the movie was better. Um, and then the other thing is that fucking pirate story. I didn't give a fuck about that. Mm -mm, No, that shit would the movie would have been six hours with that shit. Well, no, they couldn't keep it, but yeah. I love the pirate story. That's one of the things I liked in the book. I love the pirate story because it was really like an allegory for what was going on with, um, you know, one of them niggas. I don't know. I skipped that. <laughs> I skipped the fuck out of them pirates. When I realized them pirates weren't integral to the plot, I was like, man, the fuck is this shit? I've been reading this extra 10 minutes per seat. No, get out of here. No, it wasn't integral to the plot. It was just kind of, it was kind of, um, a, it was a parallel well they did uh you know they did a movie based off of the pirate thing too right that's what i heard yeah i haven't watched it because i didn't give a fuck about that story but anyway uh you know since Zack Snyder fucked up batman i won't defend anything else he did and, and, so. you, and you know what you know what and 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 this might not be their fault but because the more and more i think about it i think the biggest reason <laughs> Why I was so mad at this fucking ending because I was mad at Batman versus Superman, and I was—I'm <laughs> serious—and I, and I, and I, and I think this was a the, the uh, extra middle finger because I sat there and watched that boring ass movie, and 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 you showed me everything in the previews, and I was highly disappointed because my expectations was high. So we watched that, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. So I was like, okay, I've been disappointed one time this week, so I was like, okay, cool, it's time for The Walking Dead. And 
and and and and I'm be ready. And then when I did this, I, I and I think that's where that rage came in because I was like, okay, I gotta fuck you from Batman and the Superman. Then I gotta fuck you from this too. That's it. I can't take no more. I can't take no more middle fingers from watching from watching shit. All right, all right. Well, don't go see that new X Men movie. All right, guys, we need to get to the emails, the listener feedback section. Okay, um, this is brought to you by Bevel, of course bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse hair curly uh coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps okay not razor bats razor bumps uh get clearer smoother skin with bevel so you can walk out of your trailer in your leather jacket looking smooth like me <laughs> treat those treat those bumps and face irritations just like the audience of the walking dead you beat the shit out of them get them out of your face <laughs> so it's my face and i'll tell the story how the fuck i want to tell it okay uh, apparently so uh and also you get a starter kit that for absolutely free if you use our code free tbgwt starter kit comes with a safety razor shaving brush blaze priming oil shaving cream and a cool restoring balm no uh no razor bump uh razor no razor bats included so you have to bring your own <laughs> um so if you really want to get out there and make an impression on some people as negan said to abe i really gotta shave this uh when you see abe's mustache uh make sure you guys go to getbevel.com and use code free tbgwt to get your first month free all right we got a lot of emails i'll try to breeze through them because i feel like people are probably gonna be repeating themselves uh prince Laurent says i'm so mad hashtag day walking what up rod and karen i feel like i just wasted 90 minutes watching this finale i don't think the show is good at doing cliffhangers no one really died at the end of the episode people what someone did die somebody died people can speculate all they want but the writers can now decide to kill whomever they want what's so bad about that yeah like i said i I, and and i I guess for me my, my anger is not how can i explain this you can tell this they can tell the story any way they choose to tell the story and 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 i don't have a problem with that i think for me well i guess i do have a problem i have a problem with the ending part of it but like the storytelling itself i don't have a problem with um i think uh for me my they have i I, my anger is not to control their storytelling if that makes sense i don't know if that makes sense like i don't want to control what they do i was just mad at what they gave me um but yeah. i still allow you to do whatever you want to do and i think i have the right to not like it and be mad about what you did i mean you of course had a right to be mad about it people get mad all the time you know but uh yeah but i but yeah yeah because they've always had the right to kill who they wanted to kill like nobody mm-hmm. knows who's gonna die right but this is the only thing y'all couldn't see coming and that's why everybody mad they had the balls to be like we ain't telling you shit we'll see you in six months i love it i don't know it's the ballsiest thing i've ever seen a tv show do yeah it was great i'm sorry i'm sorry i I hate that y'all i mean well you know what i'd be telling you a goddamn lie i love that y'all so mad i love it it fuels me sadly (laughs) yeah it it, it, like that's not usually my thing but it's so for some reason this is so delicious like every time (laughs) i see somebody say something serious i'm like oh so much I'm sorry that I'm fueled by your pain, but this is what we're doing. Oh, no, 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 I'm gonna be, no, I'm okay. gonna be laughing for months off of this. Like people are gonna stay mad till October. Oh, it's so good! What a yeah. way to end the show. Yeah, and, end and, the season. And, and the thing is, 
they they did a job at evoking emotions i can tell you that uh and i think and i think for me uh because i'm because i'm not the type of person well i get emotional about shows but i don't know this is the first time i've ever felt like this before um and i think for me which i did something that i rarely do and right and i know roger and him laughed at me i literally ran it for a whole fucking hour and a half after the show i was mad mm. sunday night yeah 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 i tweeted for an hour and a half my anger because i was not happy at all mm, so good you uh nina perez oh so me and me and chris would just chris back on the show chris is gonna catch up so he can watch the show again so we can laugh at y'all together it's so good it's oh y'all are the best walking dead scott gimble take a motherfucking bow dog (laughs) you got these niggas they was so convinced they knew what was gonna happen he was like you don't know shit anyway i took a steel frame to see if they reshoot this scene like they did with glenn (laughs) ha you fools you stuck around for the glenn thing and then you thought they'll surely never play with us again (laughs) yeah i like it because i feel like people were so burned out and i feel like it's also very indicative of what's going on in like the the um the not environment Mm -hmm. but the vibe that they're trying to give about the show one of the things about it is like when we look at zombie movies and that's one of the things i think one of the writers said like zombie movies you have a beginning and then you have how we defeat the zombies and then you have the aftermath and this in 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 the walking dead this is life this is how things are going to be forever and you have to adjust to that and that includes being exhausted and angry and frustrated and i love it and they wrote dialogue that told you as much in this episode carol and morgan were arguing about the show y'all she says if you love someone you have to pay the price we paying the price (laughs) and i love it i love it uh i took a still frame so they reached it okay also they have been cooking shit out of the blood on the lens effect the last two weeks with that being said i'm not quitting the show based on the finale because they got you bitch yeah, i'm just yeah. dis- <laughs> i never said i was quitting what eddie say she make that sound eddie said <laughs> gotcha bitch <laughs> they got us i'm just disappointed with some of the choices they are making right right you were right when you said well what'd you say say again i love what I, I i make love to you uh rod you were right when you said that the glenn shit might be a sign that the show would start declining i didn't say they declined i said mm-hmm. that they jumped the start because yeah. they were fucking with the audience right yeah it was no longer about just telling you the most like well these are a b and c will happen it was now once they put out the interviews they had um the actor who plays glenn yeah, that, did like a, a a a little like please don't be mad uh <laughs> video um it was one other thing they did where i was like oh uh, oh and the talking dead when they kept dropping hints that they wouldn't they didn't put his name in the credits of people who died mm-hmm. like they were clearly fucking with the audience and i said okay because at the time i was like oh well then we shouldn't even review the show then if they just you know and everybody's like no nah, you can't say that it's their show they can do whatever they want to and i said you know what guys y'all convinced me i'm wrong y'all right what the fuck was i getting mad about i still enjoy the show and yeah. if, if glenn's alive i said it doesn't even matter if glenn's alive or dead 
they fucked with the audience outside of the show which is something new and now we have this new element to play with and you know what i'm not mad at all play with me baby make trick me say that again my daughter she was so mad when she thought glenn was dead Mm -hmm. furious and then they gave us glenn back because everybody they knew we would be mad and they said just playing here's glenn and then they saved him 17 times since then yes they have none of them made sense and everybody's Mm -hmm. been okay with it so fuck it guys fuck it stop being so upset uh so he says also lastly if aaron is the one who gets killed i might have to quit the show because the show would have lost its edge i need someone from season two or before to catch that bat thanks for the dope recaps prince Laurent. here's the problem with if aaron gets killed i think um they can't be killing all the gay people like they gonna have to think about that they killed denise already uh yeah. and it's not their fault necessarily but the the week they killed denise uh they killed the gay girl on um the 100 oh and another show did it too so oh they're gonna cross the board yeah that shit becoming a trope man like we're they, just swiping out all the lesbians yeah gay people can't be the new um the new blacks okay guys no, they can't. y'all got y'all gotta uh, spread this shit around i hope they kill maybe daryl um yeah whoever they killed my favorite my favorite hope okay who do y'all hope they kill the most karen i think one of the people who do i hope that's why they got you look at you they got you <laughs> you don't even want to make the decision no but you want I, them to i don't um Mm-mm-mm. but i i know i have several people that I just can, give me one who do you want to see die the most? Who do I want to see die the most? Actually, who you want to see them get killed? Can you? Actually, actually, it's not a complicated question. <laughs> actually, trying to stall. Actually, Glenn, but I don't think he's going to die. Okay. And what about you, Mel? Oh, is Mel? Uh, oh. I think it's Glenn. Glenn? Okay. Glenn, but yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it's. Glenn. I want to see Maggie die the most. You know, and I never that was that was Maggie. You want to see the pregnant lady die? Yeah. Yep. Because that would have the most impact i want it to be maggie um that would that's that's the kind of ballsy shit that nobody thinks is possible right she's she's a sick pregnant white woman we all think she's living and if they do that i'm running her lap around this motherfucking house well let me tell you something twitter will explode when they find but a lot of people a lot of people are fed up with um with maggie and glenn because they can get a little reckless over each other yes and the only thing make it better is if they got judith there somehow that's the only way it could be better kill maggie i think it should be um i think it should be one of them though i think it should be maggie or glenn yeah yeah oh they killed maggie that's the ballsiest shit on television yeah i think it's glenn but boy i would and i and i and i'm saying this as somebody who really likes maggie i like the character me too i like actress but since they're clearly just planning to fuck us up mm-hmm. it's gonna be the person we least suspect nothing would mess around not, and be listen, to somebody the only character that could hurt me specifically more would be uh michonne dying but i don't know that that resonates throughout the entire walking dead audience i think that might be very specific to black people who watch the walking dead but uh they killed that motherfucking maggie <laughs> I think if yeah. they deviate from the script and kill Michonne, 
I don't know if I can stick with it. Like, yeah. And, and yeah. that seems like a very cliche thing to say, but if they're going to deviate the script and that from the script and that's the person they choose to kill, I don't know if I can fuck with the show. Yeah, black people like, would riot if they kill yeah, Michelle. But, but let me tell you, if they actually do kill Maggie, if they kill Maggie, all this shit that people were talking about how they pissed off and we should have got a payoff and y'all gonna fucking love it. Y'all go, they yep. kill Maggie, gonna fucking love it. Mark my word. Right. They'll, oh, oh, if they kill Maggie, all those people are gonna be like, oh, I can't believe they would do that. I'm not watching the show again. That's what they're gonna say at first. You're gonna keep watching because they know you better than you know yourself. You, you ah! are glutton. You watch this show, you were glutton for punishment. They know it. You tune in every week to see some crazy shit and they like, here's some crazy shit. Adrian writes in, hello Rod and Karen. Just checking in now that we've reached the Walking Dead finale. Even though I haven't written in a few weeks, there have been really great episodes, all of them. I like how they show things like the guy from the library when Morgan was at the library, a group that we never met before. Also, I was surprised Morgan's horse lasted so long. I'm really curious about the new armored group that Morgan and Carol just met. I know they're in the comics, but I don't read the comics. I already have too many others I read. The zombie blockade was interesting. Uh, what a way to spend, send a message. The group needs a bulletproof RV. Uh, the saviors really know how to intimidate. That was quite the ending. The comic book reader in the house let us viewers know the photos were take where people Megan had killed with Lucille. So therefore the people who got beat, the person who got beat is dead. I'm sure you've gone through your guesses. I think that the women are safe because Negan said, taking it like a champ. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <it clears throat> Which is. Be a woman. He said, I, I definitely heard he. Uh, I, I rewatched that joint today with the closed caption on and all it said was taking it like a champ. Mm-hmm. He, he said something like, that's what I'm talking about, taking it like a champ. Uh, now that was the closed caption, but who knows? I don't think. Sorry, that scene was kind of sexy. I hate myself. <laughs> well, hey, she said I hate myself. Gotta do it. Some people like Wesley Pipes. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Somebody gotta watch them scenes. Uh, I'm nearly certain it wasn't Maggie. <laughs> I'm really certain because it wasn't Maggie because she was doing too poorly that one hit, and she would have been out. <laughs> okay, Not so uh, Maggie's tough. Maybe she, you know, she, she would have got back up. She wanted to walk to Hilltop. Yes, she did. And I think she was the one who was screaming. <laughs> Everyone thinks they know. No. they can come back next week and change all they can come back next month to change all the audio her voice is distinct yeah. of the group uh clearly it ain't carla rick since he had to, he said to cut the boy's eye out and feed it to his father that leaves glenn daryl abraham eugene and aaron i know why everyone thinks it might be glenn maggie sure was screaming a lot but i think i don't think michelle and sasha are screamers like maggie and i think maggie would have screamed at any death uh of the group well i will say this though uh maggie was so sick maybe it was somebody else screaming uh that's true i've been informed that that this is where oh wait so she had a spoiler for the comics i'm not gonna read that um uh i don't know even among the five i named i have ones i don't think it is but just because of things that mean nothing to the showrunners of course my thoughts on why it isn't one of the women is totally arbitrary as well i guess i have to wait until october and avoid the internet until then the internet don't know by the way guys the way they filmed it the actors don't know either no they don't yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah they came and said they don't know so oh, people asking so them and they ain't even got the script so good one last thought about who died obviously the actor must know he is out nope they don't right. or they are paying the actor to come back that said he knew say that again i thought norman Reedus said he knew he doesn't know no mm-hmm. none of them know they filmed it specifically so no one because that's why they had to do it to the camera none of the actors know who that is mm-hmm 
uh so yeah um anyway they don't know so uh and also you really can't trust the casting shit because remember when they killed um maggie's dad herschel and then just brought him back for a flashback mm-hmm. like they've done that a couple times now I feel like um, at the very least, since we don't know who it's going to be, they still have to they still have to shoot mm-hmm. the scene with the person's body and and mm-hmm. all that. So you're still like they're still going to have everybody at least for the first few episodes. Yep. Yeah, and they bought the girls back. Yep, somebody gonna try to spoil it. We'll see. Turk Wright said, "Hey guys, I can't believe Warren Carl locked Enid in the gun closet. You know, the only inventory Olivia keeps track of is food, so she can skim extra rations for herself. Who knows how long it will take before anyone realizes Enid is missing?" Two, Sasha didn't say no to Abe spreading his biz quick on her hot skillet. Their the hot skillet. <laughs> their babies are going to look like those two Smollett kids from Ease Bayou. Oh, might like Blake Griffin three uh-uh. they cut michonne's locks man you cut a black woman's hair without her consent your ass is grass if rick and or michonne live to see another day them dudes won't four morgan killed guess save your lives don't matter <laughs> save your mouths don't matter rick four five carol survived an additional two encounters with the saviors she may be the most impossible white man of all time for real <laughs> number six viewers are wasting their time trying to analyze who was lucille because uh based on the camera angles the lineup etc after the glenn fiasco we know that showrunners are going to change the angles to have another gotcha moment mm-hmm. yeah and then she says p it ends with a cliffhanger <laughs> instead of ps she just cliffhangers mm-hmm. uh but yeah y'all are all the guessing part is is just dumb at this point guys come on uh let's see rock from uh the black astronauts podcast writes in hola rod and karen missed y'all we had another baby pebble so i haven't reached out in a while can only catch about one episode a week but it's real easy to choose when reviews are popping that said let's get to the episode rick 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 doesn't he know pride comes before fall i blame michonne what stop blaming Ah! black women i always gotta blame the sister (laughs) he got some of that wonder woman and woke up with the confidence of batman okay i i I concede your point i see what you're saying (laughs) he was feeling a little too confident my fear is rick is in a pendulum and he swings hard i have a feeling we are about to experience castrated rick for a while so the question is who will step up um we'll see man i think rick and them are definitely going to have to concede this loss Mm mm-hmm and um like going to have to regroup it's gonna be hard to motivate the crew uh immediately afterwards but i don't think the fight is out of rick and them uh, I, feel like, um, I, I feel like that's gonna be the thing um because rick and michonne have had this little honeymoon type thing i feel like that's gonna be a serious stressor in their relationship oh for sure and well yeah and the thing is michonne is definitely rick's second in command like she's the lieutenant to him to rick like as far as that and in some cases she's the fucking sheriff like she knocked his ass out when he was out of control so i don't feel like she would let him get down and i don't feel that um like i feel like she's more of the so what we gonna do type rather than the what we gonna do type you know so i feel like it's a good matchup for that reason the only thing that um 
that that i would worry about with the crew is um i feel like they have the weapons to fight negan but it's just it's got to be a plan that coordinates all the communities they can't do no one community is going to be able to take those guys out by themselves because sound like they look like they sound like they tried in the past and it didn't work every community seems that has taken them on has lost and including rick's group um so it's going to take a lot of planning and shit and i hope they can pull it off i mean obviously why would they do the show if they couldn't but i i, I doubt that it just becomes rick and them are the bitches are the saviors for the rest of the time it's uh you know nobody's gonna watch that shit nope uh father gabriel every time father gabriel speaks to rick i hear believe in me by raheem devon playing in the background <laughs> i find this dynamic really interesting in some ways rick has become his earthly god so if rick has a fall how will he respond uh shark and, jump and you oh, know ahead. you know what what will be even unique is if Abe jump in, I mean, not Abe, but Gabriel Gabe. jump in and be his motivation. And I try and find to get him mm. started back because, like, when uh, Gabriel was actually out in the street laying and crying and shit like that, I think for him personally, that was kind of his lowest moment. And he ended up coming back from that and actually helping and fighting against the community. It's like the way Rick motivated him to actually get off his ass and, and do some actions. I And it wouldn't surprise me if he would be the one to kind of motivate Rick to kind of get back. Um, shark jumping. Overall, like Karen, I love every episode. <laughs> not this one. No, not the only one. part I had an issue with was a cliffhanger. Don't they know that we already in? I was really hoping for a Game of Thrones ending like the Mountain versus Freaky Prince yeah see y'all just want them to be another show why not give us some sort of payoff because y'all coming back no matter what (laughs) i wouldn't give y'all shit either this more fun uh this type of cliffhanger plot device just makes me want to wait six years and binge watch it on netflix i triple dog dare you rock up in here call don't be writing me with these bald head lies dog (laughs) now if y'all gonna write the show i will appreciate the respect and courtesy of at least telling the truth ain't none of y'all got this fucking far in this show to be like and now i'm done oh I, oh i'm staying around yeah, yeah at least karen's honest i wouldn't even do yeah. the show today if karen was gonna get up here and lie to y'all no i'm not I, i'm not gonna lie and, and say i'm not being irrational and illogical yes i am well on sunday i asked karen i said so still gonna review it and before i could finish she was like we're gonna review the show i was like all right all right <laughs> i was still mad <laughs> but i was letting him know because feel the walking so legit mad I'm so mad <laughs> yes. and i love you karen you my boo but this is hilarious oh. <laughs> it's so good I'm, and, and, feed and, me your tears and it's and because you know and i fed him all the tears because i was your age happy yes and and, and unlimited <laughs> yes and I, he was like Vegeta, and I was giving him all my rage. I felt like I felt like Palpatine watching Darth Vader electrocute his son. <laughs> I said, "Do that shit. Get, keep. I'll retweet it. Just keep saying it." Um, yes, I had the patience of Job. I'm glad to see Daryl is alive. I hear I him getting if I don't know, him getting shot needed some more resolution. Anyway, I could do this all day, which is a sign of an awesome show. Keep being great, you two. Oh, you know, now that I think about it, if they would have came back and Daryl was dead, I wouldn't even been, it wouldn't have been wrong for me. I mean, I would have been wrong to be surprised. Now that I think about it, this show can do anything they fucking want. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They don't care. Nope. They're like, oh, you, you didn't like that angle? Well, we just made a new one. How about that? Right. 
<laughs> you know the other thing about I want to say people being spoiled um, mm-hmm. without necessarily like right. accusing anybody or whatever. Mm-hmm. This we're not even talking about like eighties or nineties TV where once oh, the show and there is nothing to watch. USA about to give y'all motherfuckers a whole summer program and suck that shit up. Listen, I said <laughs> on the show on on the Twitter. I said so. Who's not watching Fear the Walking Dead now? Crickets. Oh, oh, oh yeah I, oh yeah I'm, I'm y'all gonna be right back not even october sunday we right back yeah because as soon as basically next sunday because they've been showing the previews and stuff so like i said i enjoy the show um yes i'm mad but you know just like every battered woman i get over it and i just keep coming back and getting punched in the eye apparently uh you ain't going nowhere that's what i said i ain't going nowhere mm-hmm uh, the Walking Dead doesn't do it for me. Like even like I'm looking at the at the. Oh, you sound a little bit quiet. Can you speak up a little bit? Oh, can you hear me now? All right, yeah, yes. there you go. Oh, yeah, I was saying Fear the Walking Dead doesn't do it for me. It even when I look at the um previews, the trailers or the commercials or previews, whatever. It just I was like, this looks like a a an okay zombie movie. Um, I love Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, it gives us a chance to start over basically because. Right essentially these people are season one rick's group like so the thing is we've honed we have a finely honed professional group of zombie killing motherfuckers and now we got to go back and watch these people you know get their baby teeth and it is a little frustrating because for once as an audience we know way more than these people do we're just like no motherfucker you can't kill a zombie by talking to it you know but uh gonna be in fear the walking dead who tyrese wait say that again who it's tyrese and not tyrese the singer i mean tyrese the character on the show oh no 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 but they got a black dude on there uh we call suit dude suit dude and he cool as shit he the best that dude now that dude was woke i don't know now i don't know if he watched the first six seasons of the walking dead and then uh, as a character his character just knew everything but that motherfucker was woke as fuck I, i i like him he was smooth uh anyway miss smart writes in karen rod i didn't expect to be here but i am firmly planning on team saviors you are really an antagonist um <laughs> negan will not be the king forever but right now today he has the throne i hope this situation makes the rickites improve their basic strategy beyond see stranger kill stranger uh, <laughs> yeah I, I feel you though i do i mean negan I was saying this on Twitter and I think a couple people got in a huff about it, but I was like, yo, Negan's group has a legitimate beef with Rick and it makes sense. And yeah, it does. Which good as people. Yeah. They're like, our group's not exactly the good guys here. I'm not saying they're as bad as what the saviors apparently are doing to other people, but they ain't exactly good. Nope. They, Nobody is. There are no, like nobody's innocent in this, in this situation. Yeah. They took half of Hilltop shit too. Don't forget. <laughs> maggie was like give us half your shit like come on and 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 it seems they didn't deliver on the promise to get rid of the saviors uh if terminus had a welcome committee uh kill team etc what are the saviors doing i need a 90 minute episode that outlines how the saviors started their recruitment and retention process as well as their day-to-day operations i agree and I, I hope yeah. we start season seven with that i think we're going to get that because i i think it and and, and, and to an extent I do agree with what you're saying. It makes sense to kind of go, like you said, go back and tell the story from their perspective so that you can understand how did they get to the point that they're at now. And that's why the show is so much better than the comic book because they True. they do stuff like that and you you never get the other side in the comic books. It's just 
these other people bad our group good and that's it and this here's here's some motivation from both sides we're like oh okay they didn't just grow they weren't just evil day one shit happened to them yeah that and also uh just like they did with the governor because the yeah governor, the governor they actually made the governor a well-fleshed out character yeah and the comic books he just showed person yeah comic books he just shows up he cut off rick arm and started raping people i was like man the fuck like who's this evil from day one right it's like three days into the apocalypse he's like yep i'm i'm killing and raping people guys that's what i do <laughs> um they have multiple campuses and so many people they can't be running a flat organization where negan is the only one managing all of those people surely they have a web of leadership departments and management training program i got an hr team too yeah they got interns uh think pretty smart p.s negan is fine <laughs> child so my whole timeline was lit up yeah a lot of people gonna, gonna have a three-way with him and lucille <laughs> uh they walking feedback uh-huh. from eve how rod karen and mel hey somebody paid attention i had heard about the cliffhanger before it happened because i looked on the spoiler sites okay uh this episode was causing me too much anxiety before it even started so i had to know i don't know how y'all do that but nope good for y'all but right. I, I can't do i that. wouldn't even watch this show if i got spoilers me either because a lot of times you be not you particular but a lot of times though people be the same people complaining but you spoiled the shit for yourself why are you complaining it was boring to me (laughs) it was like boring you knew what was gonna happen right (laughs) uh and i was still annoyed when it happened because i was hoping that the writers were tricking us into thinking it would be a cliffhanger and then do the reveal but no not only was a cliffhanger gratuitous and it was unnecessary the point of the cliffhanger is to endure the ensure the viewers will come back i don't think that's the point of a cliffhanger i i think a cliffhanger in a story like this where we know you're coming back is to increase the speculation and give y'all something to talk about during the off season that's true that's true. i don't think this show this show is not worried whether or not y'all coming back guys mm-hmm. they know you're coming back they've been killing the ratings for six years which is rare like yes. everybody that keeps saying like oh they're lazy nigga you know how fucking hard it is to do a cliffhanger that nobody knows not even the actors that ain't lazy that's hard work if it was lazy y'all would have known about it months ago oh they're gonna kill so-and-so uh, i already know because they filmed it anyway the walking dead is already such a popular show that people have would have kept watching anyway and they will uh i think they will retain most of their viewers for next season but i believe they will lose at least a million people hey let's put money on that uh yeah, I, and, and it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me if because of the way they cut it if they come back and their ratings actually be higher i think so right i saw that yeah i saw people saying i was like that first show back is gonna get at least 15 million at least 15 they do 15 million easy every every premiere they gonna do 15 again uh i'll still keep watching because even though i was t- <laughs> everybody says all that shit they always say the same thing i will keep watching because even though i was t- ticked i'm invested in this show but how they handle the glenn situation the sam uh on the porch thing and yeah sam on the porch i told y'all not to be mad at that either they changed that uh and now this cliffhanger they can indefinitely keep getting away they can't indefinitely keep getting away with this yeah, at least that's my opinion yeah. right yeah they right. Can... whatever they want to write oh right yeah the... they went from her they went from having they went from Sam holler and mama to having a conference meeting two feet from zombies i got a question why we get the most emails ever this week <laughs> besides the ones who, who want to be spoiled will know who was killed by may when the filming starts we don't know we'll see right a lot they... of y'all told me glenn was dead um 
because of some spoilers y'all read on the internet and y'all was wrong uh as for this episode it was like i said last week rick was getting set up for the humbling of his life after being so cocky since terminus it had to be a masculine for him to kneel before negan in front of his son oh yeah that had to hurt rick had the nerve to say to that guy this could be his last day on earth when in fact he was being set up i don't understand how they didn't figure out the saviors would have them blocked on all the roads after the second trap well someone is going to die now i enjoyed negan's scene because damn he's fine <laughs> everybody love him but like most people on the show who get too cocky he'll be knocked down a few notches eventually as well here's hoping everyone's fave gets the bat eve there you go um let's see next one alicia writes in queen karen happy belated birthday and rod thank you i'm here to say no matter who killed who negan killed the group absolutely brought this on themselves and every person on their knees with the exception of carl has done something for which in this world they deserve to die in the eyes of the saviors negan has at least six reasons to have brought fury on the group daryl hurting this guy in the woods daryl nuking the bike who's on the road glenn rosita michonne a rick sasha and aaron all taking part in killing the folks at the savior compound maggie for killing paula's team and the backup team uh daryl a rosita eugene for killing dudes in dwight's team on the train tracks and carol's coke kill on the road seven really uh, if their supplies got cut off from hilltop in the process too yeah they stole that supply truck um i'll add a possible as eight um remember at the beginning of the season when i said they sent that herd of walkers away from alexandria but we have no idea where they ended up wouldn't surprise me what if they what if negan and that group ran into them walkers because of because of that shit and it and it would be a great opening for them to pick up on that like mm-hmm. like pick up on those walkers breaking off and tell and you show what happened how it to affected it because uh, they went somewhere right uh negan is more reasonable in this situation than rick would ever be actually that's true he is taking only one life so that uh for what may very well be more than 20 savior lives taken at this point negan is essentially sentencing the rest of them to work release i'm not saying negan is more negan is morally righteous or that i like his methods but here at least he is more than fair whoever dies their blood is as much on the other members hands of the group as it is on the lucille that's my closing argument what do y'all think love the show thank you for what you do looking forward to them thrones that's a great email mm-hmm. i have nothing nothing wrong about that yeah nothing really add to it uh lawrence fuqua writes in uh hello rod karen and mel i'm sure there'll be lots of feedback so i'll make it quick uh what'd you say mel uh, mel started waving i know uh, she was like people paying attention yeah we've been excited about this we told people i think sunday or monday mm-hmm. uh first let me say i really like the scene by scene recap you do because i'm usually drunk on sunday nights and tend to forget some stuff from the show you're welcome buddy that's why <laughs> we do it we do it for you alcoholics i saw carl locking enid in the closet coming from a mile away it was just like a scene from the university love oscar snubbed oscar so white cinematic tour de force the last dragon when bruce leroy was going to seventh heaven to fight everyone and recuse vanity he told johnny to get some weapons if he wanted to come and locked him in the closet when he did we all know that (laughs) negan rose deep and they're organized hence the title of this email which is walking dead feedback or savers get information uh i hope (laughs) i hope they show the inner workers of the savers next season that whistling reminds me of something i told my wife during a raid on comcast 
i think the first guy they killed who was whistling happy birthday was doing that to let the people on the inside know that everything was cool out there if they would have killed him any sooner it would have interrupted the song and alerted his partner i do the same thing when i do electrical work so they could tell if i'm getting electrocuted lastly hilltop snitching gabe is my new favorite character good for you buddy way to be the first one on that train uh, <laughs> that lonely train of one. Yeah, Gabe gonna mess I'm around. And... Gabe ain't the snitch. Uh, you said, how do we know he ain't? Yeah, I'm saying I'm not convinced Gabe isn't the snitch. You True. know what? I and you know what? I don't think he is, and and it's weird. But as much as she quote unquote has changed, it wouldn't surprise me if it was Enith. Enid. Mm-hmm. Well, I keep pronouncing you always like say that. Enid. It's all Enid. good. Uh, I don't know who it will be. Honestly, I'm. I don't know uh and also i wouldn't be shocked if it i won't be shocked that there's not a snitch and i won't be shocked that there is a snitch like yeah. i know somebody snitching from somewhere i don't know that it's from our group i think it's Hilton. but mel brings up a great point it could be and that like i wouldn't be shocked if it was uh because the savior seen that organized I, I just think every every i feel like every camp or community or whatever has a snitch mm-hmm. so i feel like i feel like hilltop has a snitch i feel like rick's group has a snitch well it needs to be somebody pretty involved i would think to to keep up with all the plans and machinations because rick and them keep that shit close to the vest true for the most part um i just feel like just when rick seems to be coming around to gabe and trusting him that would be a good fuck you to everybody to make gabe the uh well if they have a snitch in alexand in alexandria it does also drive the point how calculating is negan because he let 20 people die to not expose that snitch those people that were asleep like that would have been like that's a lot of men to die just uh to not blow somebody's cover you know unless the snitch didn't know about it i don't anyway we'll see uh she also said i hope i mean he also said i hope more murder morgan is back and pp pan city i hope murder murder morgan is not back but i can use a hybrid of reliable killing morgan just reasonably saying no spear no spear chucking in the woods buddy okay uh-huh. uh they walking with a big bat says cecil not much to add about the episode i liked it i'm more interested in the f- reaction to the fin- finale why are people so mad about a show ending on a cliffhanger you end the season wrapping up loose ends or with a cliffhanger how else do you people watch get get people to watch the next season guarantee everyone who who was pissed about it will watch next season I love y'all recaps first of all you ain't gonna write up your call to my wife like that <laughs> only i get to laugh at her pain like that i'm just kidding um but yeah i agree uh jabari <laughs> <laughs> last email jabari writes in and says hello rod and karen esteemed guests and dear brothers and sisters in the chat what an incredible episode to end the season on i watching in order in amount of television i can't even remember the last time i experienced such tension watching an episode i'm not even mad that we only got negan 15 minutes before the end of the episode but i remember being on pins and needles the whole time just waiting for him to show up revolver ocelot carl <laughs> with that elementary school look over there prank and locked enid in the gun closet uh well i guess you could say he trapped his queen i don't know if <laughs> i don't know if it's irony that now she wants to actually help maggie and contribute to the community carl sideline and carl sidelines her well actually um that's character development uh and i forgot to mention that but enid really wants 
she cares about maggie and the group and uh that's a different enid than what we ran into at the beginning before that's enid was true. just cold she didn't like the group she didn't want to participate she was considered she thought everyone was gonna die so why even be nice to y'all just need to survive he locked in there and really said she said what i'm supposed to do now he said just survive somehow i said damn mm-hmm. dude carl remember everything uh we got lenny james on a horse a fucking horse he must have minored in equestrian at the little at the Liddy may lip acting college uh let ah, hey ah. look man lenny james said he had never been on a horse before but he's such a good actor he just acted like he had been right. that's how good he is he I'd have been petrified. That nigga can act. Uh, <laughs> I want to have uh, my own show about inside the actor studio where I just be like, "Nigga, you be acting." Like, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how you get on that horse? Like, just a bunch, of, just a bunch of questions like that. <laughs> well, I because you know he's like British and shit. Uh, anyway, great scenes with him and Carol. I thought we were going to get clear Morgan back, but it seems as if he's found the balance that Carol used to have, and now they've reversed roles. Negan's crew is so elaborate and patient, and really, as an entity, they are menacing, which is, I can't say for a lot of other henchmen gangs on the most predictable, uh, response to Maggie being threatened. Oh, wait, on TV. Okay. Uh, he didn't put a lot of spaces in this. Uh, I will also say this. Uh, I think, uh morgan has the potential to be a badass like carol if he really has his head straight Mm -hmm. uh their crew just kept getting bigger and bigger until eventually they walked right into the r out of out of that rv and into the trap uh looking like the rough riders in the back of the dmx video glenn Glenn with the west side story looking cat but i'm excited to see that jeffrey dean what jeffrey dean morgan does with the character seeing as though i haven't read the comics i won't have any expectations i'm excited um for next season i'm sure plenty of people are going to ask who you think got brain in the end so i'll pass on that instead i'll ask this who do you think is the first main character to die in season two of fear the walking dead Ooh, ooh! it better not be suit dude dog it better not be my nigga mm. he too woke i'm gonna say uh, i hope it's not nick because i actually like nick let's see griselda died oh fuck it's gonna be the old that old dude man yeah it's gonna be salazar my nigga he's so good but he gonna die probably trying to save his daughter yeah you know it that's my guess anyway i I don't know him and nick yeah uh i'm assuming you'll be reviewing that till them thrones is back oh no we won't we're not even gonna waste time uh we just waiting for them thrones to get back but i'm gonna watch it but i'm gonna be waiting for them thrones to get back yeah so for those of you looking like if they would have had a gap or chose a different time like last time i think they did it in like the summer Mm -hmm. so we picked it up but yeah we're gonna do um game of thrones and then probably pick up uh fear the walking dead fear the walking dead if Uh, oh no no the walking dead yeah the walking dead when it comes back all right right. looking forward to both as always keep up the great work it can't be mentioned enough how great of a team you two are right you were hilarious the other week on twib and happy birthday karen thank you i thought you were both you were going to get beyonce to drop formation that day but oh well keep your water intake up keep gotta be hydrated to keep slaying best regards jabari thanks man thank you all right that's everybody what a long episode all right yes but we appreciate you being here mel thank you we do i love me some mail love being here and happy belated birthday i mean i said it online but happy birthday no problem no problem and i meant what i said i got to meet you one day 
Yeah, I'm coming out there. I'm bringing my um my my fuzzy socks and my PJs, and we just gonna have a slumber party. And Rod, you just gonna have to deal. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Worst we'll things have happened. Dance to entertain you, so that I that's how I earn my keep. <laughs> Worst <laughs> things have happened. I can deal I'm with it. Choreography now. <laughs> as long as I just had to try to keep Justin from around here, you know. Yeah. Right. Uh, I miss him. Where is he? I know. I feel like uh well, he's in school, like trying to be somebody and shit. I you know, know niggas do. But uh I was uh I do feel like you didn't get adequately complimented on the boobery today, and I feel oh, yeah. you know <laughs> I didn't want to. Hey Justin. Right. Hey, honey, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh no sore ratchetness today. This has been long enough. We'll see you guys uh Saturday for the feedback show. Mm-hmm. Um make sure you check out Mel, Good and Terrible. Um make sure you check out her fan fiction blog, which I will make sure to have in the mm-hmm. show notes mm-hmm. as well. And follow her on Twitter, beauty underscore Jackson. Great follow. Uh, hilarious. hilarious. She is she's yeah. a wonderful. And also, um, go to all our sponsors all right mm-hmm. shadow doll productions on youtube um uh bevel and uh adam and eve all right guys so until next time love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>